¿Qué onda, mi gente? It is your host, Luis Martinez, and this episode is called Hispanic Heritage Month Kickoff. As myself and my co-host, Sofia Carrillo, kick off the month that started September 15th, which is when we recorded this podcast live on stream. The main topics are kicking off. Me and Sofia talk a little bit about our Latinidad. She is Mexican-American. I am Colombian and Uruguayan. And about what that means to us, what we carry with us about that every day and about the issues that we face. This is something that we're going to be talking about all month and on all episodes since it's called Mi Gente Show. Then we jump into the stories of the week, uh, main one being the virtual freakout about a black mermaid in the new casting of a Little Mermaid live action film. Uh, we talk a little bit about some other subjects. Uh, the NFL put a little enye on their logo <laughs> because of that unremark- un- undeniable Latin flavor um, and a bunch of other shenanigans like that. And then we have some interesting uh, anonymous advice questions at the end in an anonymous way. I actually got called out and had some anonymous hate sent my way. That'll be at the end of the show. Um, no guests this week, just me and Sofia kicking off Hispanic Heritage Month. Next week, we have um, authors, we have artists, we have actors, uh, filmmakers, critics, a bunch of cool interviews and stuff planned for the rest of the month. So wherever you're listening to this, make sure you follow us, um, leave us a rating, that would help immensely, and then remember that you can always catch the live broadcast every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the 2AM Burrito channels, youtube.com slash 2AM Burrito, facebook.com slash 2AM Burrito, and twitch.tv slash 2AM Burrito. We record these podcasts live and stream, so if you like listening to us, want to check us out. Um, you can participate, leave comments, etc. Um, and then, you know, or you can stay an audio only listener. That's fine. We love you. We thank you for listening and for the numbers that we do across multiple platforms. Thank you very much. And as always, enjoy the pod. What is up, mi gente? Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. What's up, Sophia? What's up, Lou? Hey. Hey, it's I'm happening. Excited. It's happening. It's happening. Mi gente show live and direct on a Tuesday. No, on a Thursday. Oh. <laughs> I got my I got my tease days mixed mm-hmm. up. Um live from Southern California, San Diego, Chula Vista, South San Diego. Live and direct across all the 2 a.m. burrito platforms, Mi Gente Show. You can follow us uh, by going to facebook.com slash Mi Gente. You can find at Mi Gente on Instagram. And you can find more about myself, Sofia, and our company, 2 a.m. Burrito, by going to 2 a.m. Burrito.com. So let's jump into it. How do you feel about Hispanic Heritage Month kicking off? Is it Has it grown in what it's meant? Recently, because I don't ever remember Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, yeah, no, not the month itself. That's a little uh, new to me. I still, when I'm posting, I still have to think of the hashtag and stuff like that. I don't know. I never celebrated the Hispanic Heritage Month. I don't think, I think maybe, was it invented after I was done with school? Because never really, 
But what I do remember is, um, you know, El Grito and, you know, Mexican Independence Day. That's something that we definitely celebrate every year. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, I love I, the inclusivity. What about what about you? Like I said, I, 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 well, my first thought before was how come it starts in the middle of the month? That was my yeah. first. I was like, what? Why is why why do we get uh why do we get September to October fifteenth? Why can't we have a whole month to ourselves? You know, you know, African Americans get February, even though it's a shorter month. You know, uh, yeah. LGBT community gets the summer. Yeah, uh, and that carries over sometimes. Um, and women get a month too, right? Uh, um, yes, I'm a bad woman. I don't know what month do we get. <laughs> well, you get one. You get one out there somewhere. I, I, I think we do. I don't know which one. Um, and so I think it's I think it's cool. Like I said, I think more growing up, I was more in. Uh, I would, like I said, you lean more into the um, uh, the Independence Day, El Grito mm -hmm. for Mexicans, uh, for Colombians, Uruguayans. Del 18 de julio for Uruguay. Uh, it's a bunch of different. It's mostly, you know, we were we were peoples that that were the summer got there. We were like, fuck all this. It's over. <laughs> fuck this colonialism. Fuck the monarchy. <laughs> and do, it's, you know, you know, do you know the year? Uh, shit. I'm going to pull it up. Hold on. You're Uruguayan. You're going to pull it uh here but also watching the end of the game yeah i was watching right now the chiefs and the chargers are playing it was it looked like a pretty are good they? game Ooh. yeah it was good you know football is important but you know the show comes first sophia for me <laughs> yes all right so let's start with you obviously uh uh chicanos and mexican makes up the biggest when they talk about latinos they talk about hispanics in the u.s the mm -hmm. vast majority i think over 60 percent is yeah. mexican americans so, you know, you are precisely one half of this show. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about what your Hispanic heritage and your uh, Mexicanism means to you. Is that, is that, that's no, you say, right? Me Mexicanism? Mexicanism, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'd like first and foremost to apologize because I feel so bad. Today is um, a lot of Central Americans uh, Independence Day. I believe it's like. Guatemala and El Salvador and Nicaragua and a bunch of places. And I know that I've gotten some friends in the feed that are kind of like Mexicans fucking wait a day, wait a day. Yours is the 16th, not the 15th. Yeah. Um, so sorry. Um, but I'm excited. Uh, I don't know. Growing up, I just, I, we would always celebrate, um, Mexican independence day. It was kind of a big deal. We would go to TJ and you know, there's lights, there's fireworks. Um, so I don't know where it started because our independence day is the 16th. And I, at some point, El Grito started happening the 15th. There's a lot of speculation between like, oh, maybe Porfirio Diaz wanted it because it was his birthday. I don't know. But around the 1840s is when that changed. Um, so we kind of celebrate with like fiestas patrias. And, you know, you start off at like 10, 11 p.m., the president does a speech, there's El Grito, it's this whole thing, and then, you know, the party just begins, and people party hard, so it's definitely exciting. That's a big question, though, what it, what it means to me and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's my heritage, I don't know, it's, it's weird. I, I've always said it's really weird being a Chicana, um, because, you know, you're partially, like, very 
be proud of your heritage and your culture and where you come from. But then there's also the aspect of growing up in the States and how like, you know, some Mexicanos are kind of like, ah, you're not fully, you're not real Mexican. You didn't grow up here and stuff like that. But, you know, that's, that's all hubbub. It's, you know, you are what you are and I'm a hundred percent Mexican. So, you know. But so yeah, you're, you're you're representing. You got the you got the 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 flag, the tortilla blanket, the jersey, and the piñata. I do have the jersey. Yes, <laughs> got it <laughs> in the that? World Cup. What's the what's what's the what's what's inside the piñata? Uh, I think it's candy and condoms. I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> what. I was uh, my guess was that it was candy and condoms. So. No, I tried. Okay, so here's the thing: like, I have a sombrero. I have like a bunch of like Mexican stuff, but for some reason, I couldn't find it like right before the pod. So I was mm. like, "Fuck, what do I have that's Mexican?" And I have this piñata that I got for my birthday last year. So I was like, "Hey, I'll put thanks it for, up." Thanks for reminding me. Uh, we need to put our culturally sensitive uh, logo up. There we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> So culturally sensitive. I love it. That is our that is our 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 tribute. Yes. To I'm the wondering. fuego, to the spiciness yes. of Mexican culture. Because of course, <laughs> when you think Mexican, you think mustache and, and a sombrero. And a sombrero. Yes. Um hey, and, and slave by vegetables as a white person I celebrated as alcohol. How did you like the uh the new intro with your song, Enslaved by Vegetables? Yes. Uh, yes, we absolutely. Love it. Um, I guess for myself, it, um, you know, uh, being adopted by the Mexicans here and my Mexican <laughs> family, um, you know, I, I, I said uh, when I first came out here, I was like, well, I'm from the Mawa trap because it might as well be Mexican, you know, mm -hmm. when you're in the same way, you know, the joke's been made a million times that when you're in New York, yeah. everybody assumes you're Puerto Rican. If you're in Miami, everybody assumes you're Cuban, et cetera. So we all got our regions. Um, mm -hmm. But as a Colombian, Colombiano Uruguayo, um, it means a lot to me. Um, you know, one of the things that, that the reason that it means a lot to me is that is that I am not passing. I, I cannot pass for anything except Latino. And one of the things that I brought up in conversations with people that I've met, you know, about like, you know, when Hispanic Heritage Month comes around and sometimes you get opportunities, right? You get maybe more eyes on it, uh, more views. Uh, you might be able to, to, to get some people that, you, that put you on their radar because studios, and then this is coming from a filmmaker and creative standpoint, mm -hmm. studios and what have you, they are like, well, we do need more Mexican, Latino representation, et cetera, et cetera. So it's both a gift and a curse to, to be so out in the open. You know, it's like... Mm -hmm. Luis Martinez is the John Smith of Latino names, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the Kevin Smith of Latino names. Um, and and I can't pass for anything else than, than what I am. Um, and so people have to use that as an advantage because you never have to go out of your way to point out that you're Latino. You know, you never mm -hmm. have to go out. Um, and then fighting against the stereotypes of being, you know, Colombian and from Medellin um, has always been a thing, you know, sort of um balancing the coolness aspect that Mexicans have to go through you know with a cartel culture the same with Colombians mm -hmm. we're very similar in that way um while still also realizing that it also affects the people and you know sort of not wanting to be pigeonholed in the industry as somebody who can only tell narco stories mm -hmm. or be a part of narco stories and on the other side being Uruguayo uh through my dad's side um you know because I got the 
Colombian yeah. flag and the Uruguayan flag. Yeah. Um, so it's like white Latino and brown Latino at the same time, the duality of that. Um, and then oftentimes having the conflicts within our Latino culture between the the lighter shade, the vanilla beaners, as I call them, uh, the beaners and then Presente. the dark roast, <laughs> the platanos <laughs> and, and, and the Afro-Latino, uh, which we which which I've been looking for more. Um, Afro-Latino creatives to, to have on the show because I do want me hint the show to be about all our people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you know, we're here, we're representing, um, my culture means a lot to me, my Colombian culture and the Colombian food and, and, and my family and the strength that comes with it. And then, you know, on the Uruguayan side, the toughness, the garra, um, you know, my love of a lot of things and a lot of style. I, I think I'm a perfect, um, amalgamation and combination of those two cultures and mm-hmm. and and I strive to even though I'm here and that's part of my adoptive Mexican family coming in what's up Simon yeah hey Cyrus. uh my uh my adoptive Mexican family here team burrito um mm-hmm. but I, I I think we do a good job of 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 representing and then you know Laura as well you know she's part of Tuya and burrito she's one of the core four the original members Tuya mm-hmm. and burrito has always been it was created by a black guy, Brian, a Colombian Uruguayan guy, me, a Mexican woman, Laura, and a Jap- and an uh, Asian American man, uh, Josh. So mm-hmm. we got all the we got all of the peoples. We're like a Benetton ad. We're a yeah. mix. Yeah, all We're your faces covered. Yeah, we got the gays. We got the buys. We got everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Two of burritos <laughs> for the people. Yeah. Um, so we're kicking off uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the biggest thing on the, um, the biggest conversation was, you know, still the stupid discourse about Latino versus Latinx versus Latin. Um, has your opinion changed on that? <clears throat> has yours? Uh, n- no, but it's grown, uh, in the sense that I, I think that, so a few podcasts ago, a few, we've done how many episodes of these? A lot. We I've done sixty six episodes of Fireside Chats, and this is our nineteenth episode 19. of of uh, Mi Gente Show. Yeah, I believe we talked about it early on, like in one of the first episodes, where we talked about Latinx and also about pronouns and all of that. Um, and something that has and a drink my cafecito. Of- Go for it. Something that has shifted a little bit is I guess I got a little edumacated um, because we had talked about what is the um, the version in Spanish to for, you know, inclusive pronouns because, you know, um, and apparently it's with an E. So it's like, um, amigo, amiga, you would be amigue. Latin. Yeah, amigue. <clears throat> eh, it's with an e apparently so i learned that and i was like oh, okay and then i recently on twitter saw people use x's and e's people who are like from mexico so i'm like yeah. is that a thing over there is it starting to catch on a little more um not yeah, necessarily but- that my opinion has grown but it's just like hey if it catches on it's like you know the the counter cool. to the latin x movement because i guess the, the the issue that people have with latin x movement with a lot of things that, that that pertain to latinos is that sometimes it doesn't come from us so mm-hmm. a lot of the times the outrage that we're supposed to be felt is white people trying to project that outrage and tell us why aren't you mm-hmm. outraged by this you know we've talked about yep the shia labeouf stuff the brown face stuff that comes up from time to time that we really don't have a problem with um but so if academics started this Latino, Latina, let's just, you know, let's make this inclusive mm-hmm. for the non for the NBs and let's call it Latinx, 
then I think for a while people started using it. There was a lot of backlash. Mm-hmm. And then I think the counter to that was, well, E is more inclusive and more aligned with the language. Latinx doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. We can't change, you know, you can't change a car mm-hmm. to Carox. Yeah. You know, exactly. X doesn't really work well in the, you know, unless it's Mexico. Yeah. And even then exactly. it's he. Um, so I think the E was kind of the counter to that. So I try yeah. to. I think the way my the 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 reason my, uh, the way it's changed for me is I continue to try to be inclusive, mm-hmm. um, but I continue to prefer to be referred to as Latino. Yeah. So I choose to be inclusive certain times when I when I when I reach out to to podcast guests and stuff like that. I say, hey, we're trying to focus on creatives and Latinx talent, Latinx e talent. Mm-hmm. You know, because I don't know what they're more comfortable with. If I've seen them using Latino or if I know their stance on it, then yes. But when I'm trying to reach out to people, but then, you know, when we first created the pod and I was like, well, it's a Latinx reactionary podcast. But then I was like, well, that makes us seem too, too out there. That's why I was like, no, it's more like two Latinos and a microphone, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I kind of feel like uh, that we should be unapologetic about wanting to maintain that sort of status as Latino, Latina, but still being okay to be inclusive. Yeah. Now the segment of people that are that get angry that after underneath every post, you know, LA Times will have an article, Latinx community does this, you know, New York Post, somebody somebody will, and then somebody underneath will put immediately, stop calling us Latinx. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like yeah. hillbillies almost like like don't tread on me. Like yeah, it's not that big of a deal, you know. It's at the end of, at, at the end of the day, it's not it's not that big of a deal. Just be nice to each other be inclusive and uh and and it doesn't it doesn't doesn't cost me that much extra time to say x e o to be inclusive mm-hmm. be whatever you want but allow other people to, to if if it if if one five percent of the latino population feels more comfortable with e or x it's no no skin off my back um, Cyro says, I prefer personally to consider myself Latina versus Latinx because I identify as female. I thought you identified as an I, alien. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Don't agree. Make me bust out the purple picture, Cyro. Do it. Please do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, I, I totally agree. I think that it's like we, you and I feel comfortable with Latino and Latina because we aren't non-binary. Our pronouns very much fit us. We are cisgender. And so I think that, that, Latino and Latina feel comfortable and that's totally fine. Um, however, when it comes to inclusivity, like you said, no nos cuesta nada just to say Latinx, Latine, whatever other people will feel comfortable with because you know not everyone is cisgendered. Um, so it doesn't take a lot of time out of my day. doesn't really matter to me. If it helps somebody, if it makes them feel good, then hey, you know, it doesn't harm anyone to, you know, Use a different it, it doesn't harm it doesn't harm anybody and if you get really angry about it just go outside touch some grass and relax yeah i think know? this po- i think this pot is going to be a lot of like eh, it's not, it's, why do you care it's not that big of a deal on a lot of our topics today okay cyro prefers the e and the x yes yeah i, Latin, I want Latin. me too i think e eh? eh makes a lot more sense just latin i thought it was yeah. latin latin Latine. Latine? Latine? No, it's Latine. Latine. I thought it was Latine. Bueno, in Mexico, in it's Latine. Okay, in Mexico, yeah. But I'm saying for, for the gringos. Mexico. 
for the and gringos is, hey, sh shut your stupid dog up. Honey, <laughs> she, she does not like pronouns. She's, <laughs> she does not like, like Latina. She's like, no. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so let, so if you have any uh, any questions regarding uh, or things that you've seen that popped up during Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, I'm trying to find the stuff that I saw that was hilarious, uh, starting with the NFL um which uh which dropped this gem today um uh, uh and, it, and they, they they literally tagged it por la cultura yes i feel por so la represented so the league is proud to celebrate latino heritage month by highlighting nfl players coaches and staff while partnering with the hispanic heritage foundation and the hispanic alliance for career enhancement we look forward to continuing collaborations with the latino creators artists and writers Right here, NFL. Yeah. We are here to amplify the voices of the Latino communal on and off the field. Absolutely. We'll do a pod from uh, from SoFi Stadium. Hit us up. So the shield, <laughs> this is, they, they actually, I don't know how much money they spent on this, oh, but man. this shield integrates an unmistakable Latin flavor. Okay, when you sent me that, I it took me so long to realize what it was. Yeah, like, it I took, looked at the I, logo first, like, okay. And I no, didn't make sense. When I first when I first saw that, I was like, I'm not seeing the unmistakable Latin yeah. flavor. I'm like, they just did a little I'm like, is that supposed to be a mustache? Yeah, and then it's um, like purple and yellow. And I'm like, that to me, that, that, that's giving me Mardi Gras. That's giving me New Orleans. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. I just cringed that unmistakable Latin flavor. Unmistakable oh, my God. That's, we sh I should make a logo. Mi gente show. Unmistakable Unmist Latin flavor. <laughs> the shield integrates the unmistakable Latin flavor and is fundamental to our always-on 365-day initiative, the electric brush stroke of the Enya is filled with an infectious personality that is carried out through the rest of the look and the feel. Who so this? Who? Some, somebody, some, some like, some like quarter Hispanic <laughs> wrote this. So this is the NFL logo. They put a purple slash up here, a purple slash here, a couple of little Pac-Mans. I don't know what these are at the bottom. Oh, um, and then they put, this. they put the, they put a yellow Enya. So they didn't really do shit. They just, this, this could have been done in, in Microsoft paint, yeah. um, with a marker. So a highlighter. also not La Liga Nacional de Football doesn't have an Enya. Um, so this was, and, and my quote was in Por La Cultura. Oh God. Oh my God! Holy chimichanga! Minimum effort is what I yeah. put that down. Minimum effort. So minimum. So sorry, NFL, yeah. but that was a that was a bad look. Sorry. Now I I want to know what they mean by collaborating with Hispan for Hispanic Heritage Month with like artists and creators and writers. Like you know, I feel like that would be a little better if you just were to talk less and do more. Just like show. I don't know. What are you What are you doing? Are you donating? Are you What are you doing? Because the they're gonna, is just they're gonna get they're gonna get Baboni to play the Super Bowl. That's pretty. Much. There you go. You know that that might go a long way. Baboni. Baboni. I said, oh my god, I'm gonna see him this Sunday, bro. Where? Here in Pecco Park. Oh really? Yeah. How much are how much are the tickets? Like a million dollars? Not as expensive as the last one. Really? Yeah. 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 I'm gonna yeah. Go. Uh, 
I have nothing, absolutely nothing to contribute to this conversation because I am a white male. I am ignorant on all these subjects. You're correct. Uh, well, you are so welcome. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you're so welcome to sit here and listen to your rant. You're, you're you, welcome. You, uh, I don't know, man. You, 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 you made the, the song intro for a, for a Mexican Colombian. Um, that gives yeah. you a stamp of approval from yeah. Latinos. I'm just, you saying. get a pass. You get a pass. Yeah. You, you get, a, you get invited to the carne asada, Kurt. Don't trip. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't trip. Um, moving on, uh, this uh let's get on to some more news of the week um so yeah so that was the first one then people <laughs> started to freak out well that was just today that that dropped that was the new that, that was the new that was the new banger that dropped just today uh be- before then okay this is another one that was um happy this was somebody's another one that somebody dropped under uh Happy Hispanic. I got to lower the volume. Yeah, yes, I retweeted that one. <laughs> so good. Happy Hispanic, Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. How did she go from this and having like all the street cred to, to like marrying a, uh, like a like a chubby country boy? She like, is a Stepford wife now. Uh, like she went from this and then she, we were like, yeah, she's always invited to the to the she to the kind the of comments- the comments kill me. She is a cultural appropriation queen. She did Asians, Latinos. Yeah, but like she black went, too. Well, like she like went she all went, over the place. She is all. And I mean, I have a chola fetish, but this was this was like over Who the top. It? Who doesn't? Yeah, Who doesn't have yeah. a, Who doesn't have a chola fetish? Oh but look at that. She's like, she's getting it. She's at the party. She's like, yeah. she, she's the she did the whole thing. But people were cool with her. Nobody ever said nothing. Nobody said anything. But can we just say how, like, different things were back then? I feel like everyone was able to culturally appropriate shit, and no one said anything. But nowadays, that would not roll. Like, Gwen Stefani's the whitest of whites. She's from Orange County. Girl. Uh-uh. Yeah. And then she goes to that. She, she marries a dude from Bush, right? Uh, she marries uh, him. And then uh, she goes from a rock star. And then she ends up with some country guy. That's so weird. What a trajectory. That's that's just the strangest, the strangest thing. Um, so this happened, uh, moving right along to, as we talk about uh, Latinx stuff and also uh, the privilege, uh, the Emmys. We'll get, to, we'll, get to, we'll get to the mermaid stuff, and I'm just going through these tabs as I see them here. But the <laughs> Emmys. Uh-huh. Okay. Jimmy Kimmel accused of white privilege after uh, uh, Quinta Brunson Emmy speech. So did you watch, did you get, did you catch anything of the Emmys? I, no, I did not. You would have to show me a video. So basically, um, I love, I love Quinta Brunson though. So as you can see right here, Quinta Brunson comes up to us. The, the bit had been that, um, that, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Will Arnett and Jimmy Kimmel came on stage to present the award. Um, and the joke was that, uh, Will Arnett had to drag Jimmy Kimmel onto the stage because he was drunk because he had never won an Emmy and he was pissed. Right. Mm -hmm. So basically the whole bit was Jimmy Kimmel is, you see him right here laying down on the ground. Right. Mm -hmm. But Quinta wins the Emmy and she's been on Jimmy Kimmel's show and she's a, she's a black woman. And basically she got, she got up on stage and, and Jimmy just didn't move. He was basically, so a black woman literally had to step over an, a, an old white guy to be able to accept her place. Uh, and, and Jimmy, like the whole bit at the beginning wasn't funny. Jimmy yeah. Kimmel's not that funny. I mean, the man show wasn't funny. The only people, people, the only reason I ever watched the man show because there was hot chicks on it. He was maybe a little funny during Ben Stein's money. 
but he's not I really. Actually, a... I actually don't hate Jimmy Kimmel, although I mean the the bulk of his like comedy was when he was fat and he was just you know kind of doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so was er- he, in the early two thousands. So he just sat there, laid on the ground, and during her during their spot. Luckily, they framed her so that they didn't see it during her acceptance speech. But still, it rubbed a lot of people, especially on the internet, the wrong way. And um, so he just you know? stayed there, like throughout her speech and everything. Yeah, he just sat there, man. He just committed oh, to the no. bit. He just he committed did, to the oh, bit. See, that's really bad timing. Like that's it doesn't that's not a good bit. <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another oh. thing that happens at that happened at the Emmys is uh, Barry um, lost to Ted Lasso for Best Direction. Now, the reason this is relevant, and I'm really the really this is a clip from the last season of Barry. I don't know if you okay. watched, but it's nope. a really. No, that's not. You're not giving anything away, okay. but it is just a really cool shot, and it is technically a comedy. But if you watched any Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso is just a very basically directed show. There's not really a lot of like, you know, you can't. There's. It's just direct. It's it's a comedy. It's this this yeah, this, yeah. this isn't you know. Whereas there's a lot of fo- there's a lot of shows. You know who also got snubbed at the Emmys was Better Call Saul, who has oh. over the over the sh- over the run of the show. They've been nominated, I think, 46 times mm-hmm. and have not won once. So Better Call Saul. They didn't win anything. They have not won anything. No, this includes the last season. No. Now, the, the, the thing that I did hear is that um, since this last season was broken up into two parts, that they are still eligible for next year's Emmys. So that there is a chance that that they can win an Emmy for like the last part of the final season. So I, I thought that I thought I didn't think you could do that, but okay. So well, I'm, I'm angry. That's fucked up. What? This is a masterpiece, people. This is a masterpiece. Yeah, Kim, Kim Wexler should have gone something. Bob Odenkirk. Everybody, honey, she's getting mad at me. My dog. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk and the and they okay. I have to find a picture for you because it is kind of interesting that you said that. Um, Better Call Saul lost to the show that won Best Drama was Squid okay. Games. Now Squid Games Ooh, was Squid rough. Squid Games was, and then the actor that won was the Korean actor from Squid Games as well. Oh, that's rough because he was great. Oh. It, he was great, but the, the thing is, for me, uh, Squid Games seems like so far, so far, so long ago. It's so right. maybe this is just recency biases from us, right? It could mm. be just recency because we just finished uh, Better Call Saul. We did a show on it. It was, you know, mm-hmm. right? it could be. But you said that they have never won an Emmy throughout how many years? Like they've been doing it for a very long time. So not to say that there's any like that there's any rules to this, but when a show has been snubbed for so many years, I feel like the least that you could do is fucking shower them with Emmys on the last season. That's just that's just my take. I think they owe it to them. Okay. Yeah. And but we're better call Saul fans, obviously. But it's a masterpiece. It is an absolute masterpiece of a show. It is yeah. an absolute masterclass in writing and editing and cinematography and all of the above. Um, yeah, but it has 
has been nominated for 46, 46 Emmys since it premiered in 2005, and it oh. has won zero. And, uh, and, and yeah, so the guy from Squid Games won. And then, and then of course, there was pictures of Rhea Seahorn and, and Bob Odenkirk with the cast and crew from, um, from, you see right here, this is, this is Rhea with the girl from Squid Games and Aaron oh. Paul. So obviously they're not mad about it, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, and, yeah. and us as fans. So it's not that serious, you know. But Bob Odenkirk almost died for this show. He had a freaking heart attack on set. He came back. You know, he did. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk almost died. Bob yeah. Odenkirk almost died. Bob Odenkirk had a major, massive heart attack on set of Better Call Saul. And somebody from the crew there like brought him back to life. They took him to the hospital. Um, they had they had uh, they had to um they had to do a lot of stuff to him and then they had to postpone the show and came back blah 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 all that stuff give this guy an emmy my god give him a fucking emmy right give him a fucking emmy ah i'm gonna riot this is out of all the world's issues this is this is my top one right now out of the, out of all the world's issues this is yeah. this is num- this is number one for you some serious shit right now i'm angry yeah all right this is the meme of the week <laughs> is that a karen underwater this is uh barbecue <laughs> becky this is the girl that called the people on uh called the cops on the black people in oakland uh, that were having a barbecue and this yeah. is her this is her mad at the uh <sighs> black mermaid now okay and this is the picture of uh this is the picture of of uh of her next to jimmy on stage so oh man it's just why did he commit so much look at everyone's like, faces look yeah at exactly faces. look at the, the women behind him are just like look at her face she's oh like God. uh is he gonna get up <laughs> because yeah he dragged them out and then they're like all right he, and then he pulled the envelope the envelope was like in his jacket and he pulled it out will arnett said quinta is a winner and then he had the whole time by the time the announcer he could have just rolled off stage he could have gone off and then but no he decided to stay right there yeah and commit to the bit through the so, whole speech. So find somebody that find some for 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 romance. Find somebody that commits to you the way Jimmy Kimmel commits to the bit. <laughs> That's what I want. Find somebody uh, that loves you like Jimmy Kimmel loves committing loves the to bit. the bit. Loves the bit. <laughs> All right. So this is a cool video that I saw. Uh and this is kind of uh you will you're not gonna necessarily figure out where this is going. What the hell you gain out of making Little Mermaid black? Oh. Oh, I'm a cry. Cry. Oh, wow. Mm. If, you if you watch, watch that video, video and you still, still don't, don't get, get it, then, then you're, you're a white, white supremacist piece of shit. shit. You ain't shit, shit and ain't never gonna, gonna be shit. shit. Oh! Oh my god! Yes, this man's the goat! Yes! Oh my god! That was yeah. the best twist ever. Holy right? Shit. I was like, yeah, I always love those videos when, when, when you start thinking one thing and then it's the other. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 that's precisely it. Uh, 
wait, I didn't watch the Emmys. Why did he do that? He did that because he's not funny. They did a bit that he, they did, they literally did a bit where. A bit gone where, wrong. Yeah, where Will Arnett dragged him on stage, pulled him on stage and said, Jimmy Kimmel is so drunk because he's, because, because he's been nominated 13 times and never won. So he's passed out. He he said he got into the skinny margaritas at the bar. And then when they called her name and she walked up to a step, she literally had to step over him. So the, the optics, it was not a good look. It's not a good look in 2022 yeah. to have a black woman come and win an award and have a fucking goofy white dude literally placehold the spot where she's supposed to do yeah. taking away her spotlight and taking the tension away from her. And and that's not it was just hilarious that that happened if it was like i don't know if it was like an old white dude that has won a ton of emmys like maybe but yeah this is just tone deaf yeah it was he he, he definitely <clears throat> should have gotten up when she was walking towards the stage walking the bit was yeah. over mm-hmm. um here there's another video here that i wanted to show of people reacting to uh people getting mad at this as soon as i find it i will play it um yeah, this is a bunch of this is a bunch of sad white people. Oh my god, no. Look at those sad white people. Lizzie's in a box. Lizzie's in a box. Oh yeah, Lizzie's Lizzie's in a box. Uh this is another one. Uh this is a good one. Your corgis and then Nancy Aww. Nancy Sinatra dropped that one. Uh, and then I believe this one was another one. Wait, no, that's that's not it. No, this one's Lalo Al- Alcaraz dropped this one. I like this one. Yeah, yeah. So the Londoners, they're like, yeah, up to having the colonized are like, no. Let's go down. She, she can go to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Also, have you heard about all the um, restrictions that they're putting in the country just for? On the day of her burial or something like that, the 19th. Yeah, they canceled uh, cancer screenings. They canceled a bunch of appointments for people. It's giving me dictatorship. This is like, it's creepy. It's crazy. This is some Kim Jong-un shit. Like, okay, your queen died. She was a fucking, she was just a symbol. Like, move on with your lives. Why are you, why are you you fucking with other people? Also, she was 96. She was 96. Like, she wasn't. A young woman with her future ahead of her. She was 96. Okay. And so just, I don't know why. I don't know why they're stopping everything. I get it. People are sad. I understand. But man, people fucking die. Calm down. Jeez. Um, They're so brainwashed. Why do you love your monarchy so much? It's Sky News. Scary. Sky News played this footage and they said it was, they Sky News played this footage and they said it was supposed to be people marching and mourning the queen. This was actually a protest for uh, justice for Chris Caba. Uh, it's a guy that got shot by uh, London PD a few weeks mm-hmm. back. So this was actually a protest for somebody who got killed by London PD. And they 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 aired the video as if it was a people mourning. Spirit. Oh, my God. Ew. What is this behavior? Jesus. And then they're like, did he get killed because he was protesting against the monarchy or... No, 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 no. But you can't okay. protest against the monarchy right no, now. You they're can't putting even... people in jail. They put a 74-year-old lady in jail because she was protesting. Like, what is this? Cyro says, I know it's fucked up, but when I heard the news, I was like, damn, about time, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. it's not fucked up. No, I was excited. That's fine. That's fine. And this is another one. Um, 
have a look at this artwork uh, on the carriage. You think I would mourn this, Lamau? So this is not. Uh, this is the Dutch uh, carriage. Mm -hmm. This is like a Dutch uh, royalty carriage. And if you notice here, it is whoever the ruler is and a bunch of subjugated people, brown people bowing down to the queen. Oh, that's and beautiful. So yeah, this is their ornate golden carriage uh, oh that the. Black Jesus is not amused. No. Um, yeah. So people still mourning the queen. Absolutely uh, disgusting. Like, and I feel like I'm a little more passionate about it today because it's literally Independence Day. It is Hispanic Heritage Month. And we fucking fought to get those conquistadores out of there. So fuck you. Fuck your monarchy. Fuck your feelings. Fuck everyone. Um, yeah. Viva la patria. <laughs> Viva la patria. And fuck the queen. Lizzie's in a box. Get over it. Hold this L, the monarchy. So you can see how she became queen, and then you can understand this. Henry VIII broke away from the Catholic Church and established the Church of England, naming himself and all future sovereigns the head of that church. And why do you do this? Also, one of the things that, that they say is like, oh, you shouldn't mourn. You shouldn't celebrate anybody's death. She did a lot for, she did a lot to unify the world and she did a lot for charity. Yeah, but guess who's, guess who she was doing charity worth? English people's money. Mm -hmm. And guess who just Your became a billionaire? Guess who just became a billionaire? King Charles. Because you know what? They made a special carve-out rule in England so that the queen's riches are not taxed. So not only are all those castles, all those guards, all those jewels on display that are, were stolen, all of those things that they stole from, from colonies, from different worlds. My dogs don't do that. Don't yeah. um, okay. Not only that... But they're also living in in subsidized government housing, <laughs> and she gets the best health care ever, mm -hmm. and the English people pay for it because mm -hmm. they're dumb. They're yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and like I hate this narrative of like mourn the dead and respect and all of that. It it 
listen, yes, to a certain extent, but also people are allowed to protest. People are allowed to say how they feel and what they think. And especially she was, she was a figure that may have inspired a lot of people. And you can hold that those um, accomplishments to whatever regard you hold them. But the people that disagree with that, the people that hate her, the people that have some deep-seated feelings because of everything that the monarchy represents, you also have to let them sit in their feelings and you can't tell them to just shut the fuck up and be respectful. That's not how that works. It gives me like this like respect your elders type of thing to shut up young people. Uh, you just you need to deal with people's opinions. Calm the fuck down. Fuck the monarchy. Yeah, fuck the fucking monarchy. Yeah, I'm and... angry today. I don't know why I'm angry today. Oh my gosh. Hey, <laughs> I was choosing... so much more respectful last time. <laughs> We're taking Hispanic oh. We're on Hispanic Heritage Month opening day we're choosing violence mm -hmm. yeah yeah look man anytime that you have pictures of this from your past when you're fucking subjugating uh entire you know countries and races because you know you want their resources and you want the sun to never set on the english right that's what they used mm -hmm. to say the sun never sets on the english empire because they own so much shit mm -hmm. you know and and now you have all that money all those fucking stolen jewels you got castles and your english people and you know you're pissed off and the irish dude the fucking potato famine wasn't because there wasn't enough fucking food in Ireland. It's because I because the British were literally taking all the food there and sending it to the island, forcing millions of people to die in poverty and forcing millions of Irish people to flee their own country. And that's when you get a ton of Irish people that settled in New York, settled in the U.S., um, you know, and, and that was all English. Uh, it, that was because of English policies towards Ireland. Mm -hmm. And they were like, you know, what if we just take all their food and bring it over to us? And then a bunch of them will die and we'll have less of an Irish problem. That is, that is literally what was happening there. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, we did get sidetracked there with fuck mm -hmm. the queen stuff. Yeah. Sorry. I just wanted to follow up with that. Um, getting back to the little mermaid freak out. Um, yes. That video um, was amazing, by the way. Oh my gosh. Send it to yeah. me. This is another one, all right? This is basically uh, another TikTok, basically uh, responding to the freakout. But you're mm -hmm. right. I mean, just imagine. Right, imagine like, and then some people. I, I, you know what? Here's the thing about this. I think to a certain degree, the freakout is to try to get the left to 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 react in a freakout sort of way, because I think they can't be that stupid that they don't understand that it's a fucking fictional fish, right? And that, you know, they're like, you, the crab was Jamaican and that's enough. <laughs> they need a trait. <coughs> they need to stay true to the source material. Exactly. What about the people that love the source material? There, there's so many people that I'm hearing like, oh, Hans Christensen wrote it and it, it took place in Denmark and blah, blah, blah. And it's, so therefore it's accurate that she would be white. And I'm just like, okay, you're stretching so hard. There's talking fish, talking fucking crabs. There is so, I don't understand. She's a fucking mermaid. They live at the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. So <laughs> So that's the sun, believable. The, the sun would not be able to penetrate. Right. I've heard that to, one too. To get enough, uh, you know, I think they put that one out as a joke because I just think that there's a little, I don't think they're being 100% like they're kind some people are actually freaking out, but the rest, you know, it's because it's almost like they know it's their job to freak out. They know that it, when some, a white character gets cast as black, they, they don't like that. They don't really think about it. They just know that their side doesn't like that. Mm hmm. 
And also they like to stir up their audiences into this fucking, they like to get them up in arms so that they more so feed this fucking hatred. Um, it's reactionary content. It's stupid. But so, Sophia says, fuck the queen. Yes, know, fuck, as long as you don't say fuck queen, because queen's one of the best rock bands of all time. I will fight you. R.P. Did you ever hear? Okay. Oh, okay. I won't. I can't say what? that joke. Sorry. Okay. I'll tell you a joke afterwards. That. Okay. Funny. All right. Uh, source material uh, said her skin was like glass. No reference to color and no red hair. Yeah, exactly. All right. So this is um, a response to that. You know what? You're right. I mean, just imagine. Imagine, imagine if they cast Angelina Jolie as Afro-Latino woman Marion Pearl. Pearl. Mm -hmm. Or if they cast white actor Josh Lance as Cuban Fidel Castro. Or if they got white actor Ben Affleck to play the Mexican-American man Antonio Mendez. Or if they, they got, got white, white actors like Taylor, Taylor played the Egyptian Cleopatra. Or, or a white, white actor like Jim Sturgis playing Asian American Jeffrey Ma. Or if they got white actor Sean Connery playing Moroccan Lion at Arasini. Or if they got white actor Sean Connery playing Moroccan Lion at Arasini. Or if they got white actor Sean Connery playing Moroccan Lion at Arasini. Or if they got white actor Sean Connery playing Moroccan Lion at Arasini. Or if they got white actor Joseph Fiennes to play black man Michael Jackson. Or if they got white actor Johnny Depp to play a Native American man. White actress Catherine Zeta Jones to play Griselda Blanco. Or could you even imagine them putting white actress Catherine Hepburn in a yellow face to play a Chinese farmer? I mean, we couldn't imagine white actress Jennifer Connelly playing Salvadorian Lily Jack, right? This is going to go on forever. Or white actor Christian Bale playing the Egyptian Hebrew Moses. Or perhaps Marlon Brando as Emiliano Zapata. I mean, no one could ever imagine white actor Fred Astaire, Blackface playing Billy Robinson, right? Or Juliana Lopez playing Chilean Maria Segovia. Or white actor Jake Gyllenhaal playing the prince of Persia. She doesn't even say his name. She doesn't even say his real name. Jane Doe. Playing Allison Eve. He is Jane Doe. Hard to say if you're not ever going to come back to play. Come on. I mean, no one would ever cast a white actor like Goku. Right? I mean, there are cases like Mia Zavari playing Goku. Or Brandy who was based on an African-American woman. But at least they were in right? Or Kevin Spacey's part of Hey Forward based on a black man named Ruben St. Clair. Yeah, like she got cut off. She had to do a part two that was an extra 50 seconds. Anyway, the 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 uh, the choices can go on and on and on. Uh, so the memes started coming in like a, you know this is the the main one, which are, you know Native American, Arab, white, Tibetan, white, the great one, uh, I Romani, white, white, African American, and then this is the one that obviously pisses them off. You know. And you know, yeah, and 
And the the basis for a lot of those, especially the ones that were like true stories, you can I feel like that's the only one that you can probably say like, oh, historical accuracy. But this is a fucking mermaid, people. It's a fucking mermaid. It's a fucking. Yeah, exactly. It is a fucking mermaid. Genghis Khan, Jesus, Prince of Persia, Othello. Yeah. We just get a, can we, you sure we can't just get a white guy? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't see them getting up in arms about that. It's. Ugh. Yeah. White supremacy is a problem. It's just so very disingenuous. It is very, it is incredibly just, just, just bad. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. It's all right. No bueno. Yeah. So yeah, if you, um, and it's funny cause I was on a, um, I was on a panel. I wasn't on a panel. Um, I was, uh, I was on a, on a, uh, it was a panel. I guess it was a group of people talking uh, and uh, they were talking about the Lord of the Rings. And I really didn't know a lot about the show. Mm. Uh, I hadn't, I haven't watched the show, but one of their, but it was one of their takes was, but then they asked, they asked the question and I answered it first. And the whole kind of room was like that. Cause I think a lot of them were like white people that were on the panel and they were like, they were like definitely had thoughts about why did it have to cost so i just said listen if you if you're okay with uh if you're okay with the elves and the orcs and the dragons but but you're but you're but you're not okay with a with you know maybe some black person was hanging around the shire and fuck the fucking you know and there's a line of darker uh elves or whatnot like what's what's if you if you if that's your problem then then you're just being you're just being racist you're just being fucking stupid that's a dumbass take um mm-hmm. and uh they were just like mm, 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 mm. they were i don't think they were used to somebody that was just gonna just like give them give that to them straight <clears throat> but yeah or if a you black bl- targaryen yeah yeah like i said black targaryen like who the fuck cares there's dragons there's dragons there's magic you're like no but the they're ruining it there shouldn't be a black targaryen a black guy can't have blonde hair that's there's inaccurate but this dragon makes total sense there's a zombie ice king but, but. there's there's a zombie ice king that turns babies into white walkers there's a guy who, who who's a tree who can warg into people there's dragons there's magic. Yeah. There's peep there's resurrections from the dead. And you can have imagination for all of that, but you see a, one black person. And it's, and it's not like, a Targaryen, no. it's it's a black Valerian. They're from Valeria, the black people, not oh, not right. not Targaryen. They wanna, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Valerian. There you go. They're Sorry. Valerian. But yeah, and then the Lord of the Rings, there's like there can't be brown hobbits. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I can't. To I can't. Everyone who is saying I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't deal with that. Yeah, honestly, they shouldn't even be speaking English thousand years before the world we live in. Yeah. But still yeah, they they have they have British accents and Irish accents, and they're speaking English. Mm-hmm. So you're you're willing to suspend some disbelief. So yeah, if you can deal with the elves, you can deal with the hobbits. You can deal with magic. You can deal with dragons. But you can't deal with a black person or brown, a uh, brown. Then just that, that says a lot about the person. You, you just need to go have a nice talk with yourself. Just mm-hmm. be honest. Listen, man, we're not perfect. We're just we're we're works in progress, man. You know, mm-hmm. we have to be honest. To thine own self, be true. You know, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Listen, I've had to deal with, I used to be very sexist. I've, I, I've, I've, I've been manipulative in my life. I have to be honest with who I am as a person and try to be better every day. Yeah. You know, hey, you got to just do better, move better. You know, and if and if and if and if the brown hobbit's really gonna trigger you that bad, then then who's the snuffling? Then you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just yeah, the shows can suck for a variety of reasons. You know, casting uh, and and being overcorrecting of an art form that's been ninety nine point nine percent white since the history of art and theater and films. It's not a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, plus. Uh, and the elves aren't even supposed to come from, they're, they're not human. They're, you know, exactly. Like who the fuck cares? Listen, man, there was a guy hanging around the Shire one day. (laughs) Maybe, maybe there was like, maybe they, they hired like a Jamaican band and one of the hobbits fucking fucked the guy, you know? And and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden there's a couple of hobbits that are a little bit dark. It happens. Everybody knows the people. There's always, there's, you know what, you know, like fucking Bullworth said, man, you remember Bullworth? Did you ever watch Bullworth? No, I didn't. No, well, he, they asked him about race relations, and and he Bullworth's about this. Uh, Warren Beatty plays this guy that's running for president, uh, but um, he he's uh, I don't I forget the plot of it. Whether I think he he's just fed up and he he's hired somebody to kill him like a hitman, mm-hmm. and he just thinks he's about to die any second, so he just doesn't give a fuck because he thinks he's about to die. And they ask him about race, uh, and he says, "I think we should all just keep fucking each other until we're the same color." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's always been my thought, because when we think about our perceptions of future generations and alien races, it's always this, you know, this amalgamation, this condensed version of humans, like these gray creatures that evolve. So I think we are projecting that upon ourselves. And even in like reggae music, okay, even in reggae music, like one love, one life, you know, one family, one world, all those thoughts, one world order, all that, all that, all the stuff that we project about our future yeah. and about aliens is us believing that our eventual succession is going to be where we all melt together. We all end up looking like, you know, a little bit Filipinos, but a little bit taller is what mm-hmm. we'll, <laughs> once we combine everybody, we'll all look like we're Filipinos, but I- just a little, but just like, like a tall Filipino is what the entire mixed in. If you just mix the entire human race together, <laughs> That's what we'll all end up looking like. And that's the uh-huh. that's that's what that's who our aliens will be in the future. I'm sorry. How did we get here from the little mermaid? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Hey, thanks for stopping by, Mr. Vickers. La uh, uh, with your takes. Funny as hell. Folks forget how African Moors went all into Europe to show people how to live. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Moors in Spain, the Moors all over the place. Like, there's gotta be the equivalent. And also they're fucking dwarves, they're elves, they're fucking hobbits. Yeah. If you're really feeling some type of way about the Little Mermaid or anybody that is, uh, you know, uh, that they're casting and they're African-American, I would just recommend just look a little deep into yourself because I feel like white supremacy is something that runs really deep inside all of us because it has been embedded in all of our cultures. So especially with the whole Hispanic Heritage Month, we were all we were all conquered. okay, and since then. Mestizos, castizos, criollos, adelantar la raza, this whole narrative of white is more important and the whiter the better and all of that, that has been embedded into everyone's culture, whether you like it or not, whether it was in like macro ways or micro ways. And this is a micro way, right? It's, um, it's media, but it's been years and years 
and years of just white people being the stars of every single show. So I'm sorry if there's one black person in a film and it bothers you, then maybe look into yourself because I think that you are just a little bit racist at that point and you're just trying to use any other excuse to not admit it. So yeah, fuck you guys. Fuck white supremacy and get the fuck over it, okay? You snowflakes. Jesus. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> I'm annoyed. Down. I'm pissed today. I'm, right, I'm, I'm gonna write that down. Sophia, hot take in uh, 60 minutes. I'm pissed. All right, quick question for you. Do you think that if somebody was watching the show and they saw the logo that we have currently up, that they would think it was unironically like yeah. us being horrible? Or 100%. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be like, look at these fucking... Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at these guys. Like, right, they're right. they're going to they're gonna NFL us. They're just... Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, a little bit better. All right, thank you, everybody, that stopped by. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, that's here. Uh, also, remember that you can catch uh, the show everywhere if you're listening to the listening audience, anywhere you get your podcast. Now, we have literally been added to most podcast applications. You can go to Spotify and look for Me Hente Show. If you're listening mm-hmm. on Spotify right now, thank you very much. Go ahead and leave us a follow and a rating. That would be greatly appreciated. And you can go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts for the iPhone users. Go to your Apple Podcast app, search for Me Hent This Show, and you can see our different episodes that are there. Thank you, everybody that is watching the show live now. Please go ahead and leave a like wherever you're watching from. If you're having a good time, share the stream let your friends know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right, moving right along. Let's do a palate mm-hmm. cleanser. All right. And then we'll get into our next topic here. As I choose a appropriate palate cleanser. Let me see if I find <laughs> it. Okay. All right. Tell me if this looks like uh, Mary Ta- uh, Marjorie Taylor Glean. <laughs> My biggest worry right now. Is yeah. Is, uh, <gasps> how I'm gonna miss my it does. Now it's time for our energetic dancer, Stephanie Sugarman. Let's hope her boss is watching. How are you? Good. Good. I, 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 what do you do? I'm in marketing. She's a self-owned mozzarella. So, this was a. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. Apparently, apparently, apparently. Okay, so, so that was the theory that that it was Marjorie Taylor Greene. I that's a conspiracy theory I can get into. I like that. You like it? You like it? Yeah. I think it's her. I looked exactly like her. Yeah, yeah, I did very much. All right. Um. All right. Moving on to a more serious fair. Okay. So this is. So this will be in one of my hot takes. Oh, Um, hold on. What? Oh, continue, continue. So one of my hot takes for this week is fuck Greg Abbott and fuck Ron DeSantis because they are both using um, immigrants that are seeking asylum as political pawns in a game where they are busing immigrants from the border and these are not people. So here's the thing. So they can't just open the gates or open the fence and leave and bring people in and then ship them to California, ship them to sanctuary cities, as they say. Um, they have to use the people that are here and that have gotten inside the com- country because they are seeking asylum. Asylum seeking is not 
illegal immigration. You you have a right to seek asylum in the United States. Uh, bring us your 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 poor, your huddled masses uh, are yearning to be free. It's on the fucking Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. So what these shit bags are doing is they're taking immigrants that are here seeking asylum. They're putting them on buses. They're sending them to New York City. They're putting them on airplanes. Ron DeSantis used Florida taxpayer money to pick up immigrants in a chartered private plane mm-hmm. who were in Texas, not even in Florida. These were asylum seekers in Texas, picked them up on an airplane. There's theories that they promised them better job opportunities in Massachusetts. They said they could get a work permit faster, etc. So I don't know how they got these people on. They shipped them to Martha's Vineyard. What? To an island where there's a lot. It's basically La Jolla East Coast, right? It's yeah. Millionaires, billionaires, etc. Martha's Vineyard. Um, so Greg Abbott was shipping people to California, shipping people to New York. They shipped immigrants to in front of Kamala Harris's house and dropped them off. And I just think it's like the biggest piece of shit move that they can do. Um, now the thing, the ironic part is about that, that about uh, him sending people to Martha's Vineyard is Martha's Vineyard always has an issue finding workers. Yeah. So like, they're always looking for people. Like all those people are going to get jobs. Yeah. You know? I was like, they're probably gonna be pretty happy. <laughs> so he, he spent, and I think that the number was like 12 million or $5 million that it cost. But it, it was basically like $250,000 per person that it costs. You realize if you gave any one of those people $250,000, they would just leave the US and never come back, you know? Because yeah. they couldn't earn quarter million dollars. They'd have to work for 15, 20 years in the US to, to earn that money to sometimes, most of the time, send part of that back. So you could just, or you could have just got, gotten them, got them a house. I mean, like, yeah, what the hell? Like, or maybe spend that with your own people. What spend about that on student loan debt. Oh my god. Spend that on like poor Florid- Floridians, poor Texans. Yeah. The saddest part about that is that people really like, oh, more of this. Yeah, ha ha ha. You know, like <laughs> own own the libs, own the dems. So you spent that much money just to own the libs. I, mean, I, don't... I think it failed. I think it failed. Wait, are, what what happened to the immigrants afterwards? Well, they're they're getting bused to New York. They're getting bused to California. They're getting bused everywhere that 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 they 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 they, they dropped off a bunch. The thing is, that's illegal. It's illegal. It's basically they're they're doing human smuggling. Yeah, what the fuck? They're literally doing something that's illegal. Um and um and and uh, some of the places where they've sent people have been like they're they're having issues with shelters and and where to place them and stuff like that as you would expect if you're not used to it and if you take people that were already in a facility that are already um that are already being processed and then you say hey we're going to send you to Martha's Vineyard instead um that doesn't make it doesn't make a lot of sense so they're basically just hanging out in Martha's Vineyard they 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 got what dropped the off fuck? they got dropped off at Kamala Harris's house what like, the fuck yeah what a piece of shit. I'm so yeah. confused by this, though, because I'm like human smuggling to Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Out? I'm so like, why? Why? They, dro- they drop fuck? them off. They drop them off. 
they basically they they're they're doing it for just to feed their angry racist base. You know? Yeah. They're basically you know, it's the same reason that there's all of a sudden caravans of 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 brown people, you know, that the same reason they call us an invasion, a plague. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a uh, call to activism um actually filed a plea with the DOJ to prosecute Abbott and DeSantis for violating section 274 of the Immigration and Nationality Act, which makes it a federal crime to transport undocumented persons across state lines. So they're literally just like doing this for headlines, doing this to just be pieces of shit. Um, These are the ones that they dropped off in front of, uh, they just, they dropped off a bunch in front of uh, Kamala Harris's uh, residence. So they're busing them to DC. They're busing them to Martha's Vineyard. What the fuck is happening in the world? Honey. <laughs> you can see from these pictures dozens. Uh, I, I would say more than a hundred. I don't know if there are multiple hundreds of people outside and along there, but not a small number of people uh, outside, not the White House, uh, but Vice President Harris's home address. Uh, you are looking live in Washington, D.C. Uh, this is so basically, I think the, the reason that they, they chose her office is because um, she had made a statement that said, oh, the border's secure now. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, man, when you have to go from Florida to Texas to find illegal immigrants or people seeking asylum to then take them on a private plane to Martha's Vineyard just because you think you're owning somebody by sending a bunch of people there that are going to get jobs, it just... It's not the flex that you think it is. It really isn't. I'm like, if anything, I I don't know that it it probably benefited these people because now they have big cushy jobs at Martha's Vineyard. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's fucking weird. My God. What a weird way to try to own uh, the fucking left. He's trash. He really is trash. I hate it it here. (laughs) Yeah. And and the, the, the fucked up part is that you know, he's going to be the Democratic candidate. He's going to be the Republican candidate, <clears throat> right? You think You think so? I, I don't know, like man. Trump is going to make a cut. Co- oh, well, actually, never mind. He's going to jail. Well, maybe. I don't know. But I feel like if, if everything goes well with Trump, he's going to make a comeback for sure. You heard the mayor of D.C. had to declare a state of emergency. Yeah, I know that they're going to get overrun. Anytime you you, you increase the influx of, of um, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna put a strain on the system. It's not it's it's not it's not an easy thing. Um. So yeah, that that that's that's uh that's fuck you, Desantis. Fuck you, Greg Abbott. For me. Oh fuck them. They probably fuck. think it's gonna get them a lot of votes. So, which yeah. honestly, sadly, it is. Yeah, from the people that they're gonna cater to, from the because I mean, it's a lot of people. Look, man, we the 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 brown community. Um, you know, we're the, we're, 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 we're the, we're, we back up a lot of stuff. We block, we back up black lives matter. We back up uh, a lot of different things and stuff like that. Sadly, a lot of the communities that we back up don't necessarily ride for the immigration policies of the Latinos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As much as, as, as black and brown ride together, a lot of, there's still a lot of Americans and, and this is sadly for our own country. There's a lot of Latinos that are against immigration. There's a lot of obviously yeah. white people as a nation. There's a lot of African Americans that are also against immigrations because, they also the, the all minorities 
have that at some level have that oh i'm here let's shut the door mm-hmm. unfortunately right yeah. i don't know if that's what you call assimilation but it it is a thing so you know they're doing this literally with human lives as chess pieces just for an own just for a headline like literally how little do you have to think of somebody to take somebody who's seeking fucking asylum mm-hmm you know, and, you know, a lot of these people, they have contacts in the U.S. They might have a family in Chicago. They might have family in San Diego, in Miami, in the middle of fucking Tulsa. There's Latinos everywhere. So yeah. instead of letting them connect with their family members, somebody that might be able to support us where they're not a drain on the system, where they can find work, where there's millions of jobs available. You decide to humiliate them, put them on a plane, take them away from the border entry point that they came in. Send them to a place that they don't know anybody because you want to make a political fucking ad. Yeah. And that is fucking disgusting. And if, and if you, if I know you or not, <laughs> and if you cheer something like that on, then you are a physical piece of shit. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, hard stop. End of tweet. Send tweet. <laughs> my drop. Putting it on wax. There's, there's, there, there's, there's few issues that I will tell anybody in my life to fuck off about. And I, I did this a while ago when, when ICE was going during school days to fucking pick up fucking kids' parents at a meatpacking factory so that the kids would come home and their parents got fucking deported. I told you, if, so if you support that policy, you are a piece of shit. I want nothing to do with you. If you support a governor in Florida to spend $12 million of Floridians' money to go pick up asylum seekers in texas so that you can make a political statement by sending them to a rich island you're a piece of shit mm-hmm. and everything you associate with is is you being a piece of shit so hard stop damn tell us how you really feel <laughs> what would right, you do how- if tomorrow you found out that one of your close friends or or a friend supported that i have family members that support trump I have, I have, I have nephews that, that, that have, I have my, my, on my, uh, on my older brother's side, um, like my nephews who were born in, in, in Uruguay, but came here somehow a hundred percent started believing in a hundred percent started believing in, in Trump and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, you, you, you realize that the policies that you're supporting really hurt other Latinos. Like, they're like, no, but. He's strong, and I was like, in the you know, it's 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 the machismo thing. It's 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 mm-hmm. trying to be strong. It's 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 being allowed to be an asshole. Um, yeah. I listen. I have very close friends, very close friends that are that are right wing in terms of conservatism, and you know, um, what you would call the people that that are that tend to be associated with the right wing. But 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 I get along with them as long as they can have an open conversation with me and they allow me to give them my points. I don't have a problem. Um, I have, however, curated my experience online where I got rid of most of the Facebook friends that I saw that I had that would be like, well, we're a nation of laws or like, you know, like when I, when I did that post about the ice thing and the kids, I, I yeah, yeah, I got, I, I got rid of a lot of people. I recently re-added an actor who I had gotten rid of because they posted a shitload of, of right wing stuff. Okay. And this actor, this older Latino guy re-added me. And then I just started seeing his post again and all his fucking oh. conspiracy series shit. Damn it. And I, and I was just like, 
So I'm sorry, man, but this show is two Latinos and a microphone. So when you're fucking, when you're, when you're insulting Latinos, when you're, when you're insulting our people and you're, and you're using us as pawns and you're using us as fucking some bullshit to feed some racist motherfucker. If, if you're, you might, you might say to yourself, you're not racist, but you want the racists on your side. You want the people that hate me on your side. That's what you want. If you're telling me you're not racist, but you're okay with using my people as a fucking political pawn to make to, to own Kamala Harris. Yeah, you're not on my side. You're okay with people being hurt for what you want. And you want racist. You want you want people that hate me to love you and vote for you. So it's as simple as that for me. Mm. You're probably the type of person that would get mad that Meghan Markle wanted to put the flowers for the queen up there herself. And then they made a big <laughs> issue because they said she was giving attitude to the aide. But she was just being nice because one of the girls said, could you put this up there for yourself? And she's like, no, I'll put it up myself. And then you might be one of the racist people that love the the, page, the, the monarchy so much that you started giving her a problem. Oh, damn. Catch no. me up. What the fuck was that? <laughs> no, no. She she got out and she met some people and then there was all the racists there and whatever. And then she somebody were like, can you? Because there, there, there were people mourning. So a person that was there gave her some flowers. And she and said, can you put it up there with the rest of the flowers? And then the protocol is to turn around and give that to the aides, right? To the people helping. Um, but she, as you see in the picture, she was like, oh, I'll put it up there myself. And people freaked out. Oh. Because they fake, they hate that she's black. Yeah. All right, what would, like, that makes no sense, but okay. All right. What would you do if this happened to you? Let me roll up my sleeves. Oh no! <laughs> no! Let me up my sleeves. This guy, this guy said everyone would have to die. Oh, that was so weak. Oh no! <laughs> All right, you know Christian Walker, right? I feel so bad for him, huh? Yeah. Uh, you know, no. Yes. Do I? Christian. Christian Walker. He's uh. Christian Walker is um, he's this he's a Republican. He's the son of uh, the football player Herschel Walker, mm-hmm. but he's super 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 gay. But he's super super gay. But he hates being called gay, and he hates Pride Month, and he hates the Pride colors and stuff like that. Like okay. he's a he's a log cagging self hating. He's like self hating gay. Okay, he's like yeah. So here's a theory that that the uh uh. I'm sorry, uh, Daryl. Sorry, I didn't mean to get you. Uh, folks are freaking out over the year of 2043 or sooner when the demographic split for majority or minority. Yeah, absolutely. The reason yeah. you ever the reason <laughs> like you ever see that video of the guy that gets tased at the airport and he's like, "You're treating me like a black person," uh, mm-hmm. and and it's it's exactly that. It's exactly that. The if you understand what happens to minorities in this then in this country, if you understand the history of minorities in this country. And you find yourself suddenly losing the numbers, you're going to be a little scared. Anyway, yeah. um, Christian Walker is the son of Herschel Walker, who is a soccer player, a uh, soccer player, football player. He's running. Uh, he's running for for Congress in Atlanta, in Georgia. Um, and his son is super, super, super gay. He was on Hasanabi debating him. Like he just puts out all these videos. We did, oh, uh, I have seen him. Did, I think we did. Didn't we see a video where he had? Uh, he was cursing at some girl in Starbucks or something because yes. and, and cursing that. Remember we did that on one of the episodes. Cause mm-hmm. she, he was, he was like, 
you have the gay pride flag up. You don't have an American flag up, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. the theory here is that he went full right wing because he sucked as an actor. So this is his euphoria edition. Uh, audition. This is him auditioning for euphoria. Oh, no. Got the results back from the prognosis, and it was really good. Like 80 20. You're an actress. You can, you can critique. Now I have ordered a ton of Chinese food. Now that I was like, my parents, we were watching the sign all over And then suddenly, I can breathe. It was like the world was not. I can breathe. I uh, started gasping, gasping. panicking. They, they called an ambulance. I, they, they thought I was having an allergic reaction. reaction. And when, when I got to the hospital, hospital they gave they me like a dolly to calm me down. down. And, and I remember at that, that moment, the moment it hit me, I thought, Oh, next! Jeez, that was rough. He's just reading words. He's just reading words. Yeah, yeah. Well, what notes would you give him if he was in uh, if if he was in your in your acting class? Well, what notes would you give him? He's not connected to the character at all. There's no emotional life. There's no depth. I'm not believing a word he fucking said. He needs to actually do more research into what he's talking about and actually, it's. Not- but like become the character like right now he's just reading words and making faces there's it's uh, no it's bad okay <laughs> see this good. is this is him and his own character see there's, there's a, a big, big elephant, elephant in the room and i'm just gonna say because i always wanted to be ariel that was my favorite princess and i couldn't play that role how dare they all right, I don't mind. I don't mind that too much. Out of his content, that's that's pretty tame. Yeah, that, that was that was yeah, okay. That was funny. But this is, you know, he's norm. That's normally him. He's like euphoric. You know, he's like he he's. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So acting was not his thing because he was like cold and. Yeah, so he had to become a reactionary. He had to become a reactionary. Oh, jeez. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody, who's who's listening live. We are here with Mi Gente Show on Hispanic Heritage Month. We're getting through some more tabs. We'll do No Namas Way here. <clears throat> Thank you for everyone that is hanging with us so far. Quick reminder of where you can follow us. If I could find that <laughs> section of my thing. Here they are. And also, we have a new uh, YouTube channel for clips called Burrito Clips. I'll drop the link in the in the comments and in the section. Uh, also, follow us there. We'll be be showing, uh, dropping clips and rants. Like for example, that rant Sophia had at sixty minutes will be yeah. on there. We'll have to. We'll do. And then we also have other stuff that we do. I did want to shout out a couple of my recent guests from my other shows, Fireside Chats. Beth Acomando is having an event for San Diego people September twenty fourth at the uh, at the San Diego Comic Con Museum. It's called Ooh. Secret Morgue three point one when animals attack. Basically, the film geeks are curating a night of cinema. Uh, you pay and you get four movies, you get pizza, you get 
popcorn. You get a bunch of uh, stuff. There's uh, prizes. They will have speakers. All the movies for this event are going to be related to animal attacks. So movies where animals attack. So those kind of cool horror animal movies. Uh, and you can basically hang out from 12 to 10 p.m. So that's like a like a 10 hour, like a 12 hour thing. Whoa. Uh, from 10. So it's like eight, 10 hours where you can sit there. They play a bunch of movies for you. Um, hangs, you can come hang out. Um, so it's a pretty cool event here locally in San Diego by the film geeks. We had Beth Acomando on, on fireside chats on Tuesday. We had a great chat, check that out by searching for fireside chats. Um, and, and you can see that, but if you are in San Diego, go check out secret morgue 3.1 when animals attacks September 24th at the comic-con museum. And for my peoples in LA, the homie John Vasquez is in a play. Yes. Yes, John. John. Yes, John. The homie John Vasquez, 2M Burrito OG, is in a play called Shizuka. And that is happening from September 16th to October 9th at the Zephyr Theater in LA on Melrose Avenue. I'll also link that in the interview. I'll also link that in the in the comments and as well as in the um, description of this uh, pod and stream. Um, but if you're in LA and you want to go see some some local indie theater and support a 2AM Burrito player, check them out as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Gotta, That's exciting. Got to support, support the homies when they're doing yeah. big things. So hopefully, if I can't get up to LA, then I will be trying to at least stream it because you can stream it live. All right. Hit or miss for Disney's anniversary they dropped and then removed this from their stores. This is supposed to be some mini ears that are dripping as if, if they were dipped in platinum, um, mm-hmm. which people immediately said it was like the, the Bukaki, the Bukaki, yeah. the Bukaki version of their uh, 100 <laughs> platinum celebration for 175. Uh, so is this a hit or a miss? Oh, that's a miss. Oh, no. They're just pranking Disney adults at this point. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I have such a, like, I I have a dirty mind, so. (laughs) No, there's no way. No. There's no way I could wear that and not, like, giggle a little. There would be so many porns with this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's yeah. It's it's not it's not the best look. Uh, they they had it on and then people started uh, talking about it and then they pulled it off. Yeah, all right, makes sense. It I makes think. a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's see what else we have. All right, let me see if you can guess. Tell me if tell me if you can guess who she's talking to. The minute you think you know who she's talking to, tell me, okay? Unless you've already seen the video. Who's she talking to? Any any guess? No. Right. Finally start responding. Now, now I'm crazy. Now, now I'm having a mental breakdown. breakdown. It's, it's always the same, same playbook, though. though. Right. But, but I have to really just learn that that's what, what comes with being a power, power woman. woman. When you, you don't, don't show any weakness, they try to keep, keep on, on figuring out what, what is it that's going to make it Because as much as you come at me, I'm going to come at you. I'm going to be, but I'm going to come at you. Just by my, my names, right? right? I'm, I'm gonna come at you with just my life. life. Maybe, Maybe one day you'll get tired. I don't know. But, but you're not gonna break it down. I bet you get worn out with what I do. 
You see a lot of people attacking a woman, right? And that laugh at the end is funny. What? I'm so confused. What the Clintons? That is. No, I just I, I like the caption. Like, there is no way to prepare you for who she is talking to. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chelsea and 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 Hillary have a. I don't know if it's a show on there's somebody picked up like a thing where they're supposed to be interviewing strong women or something like that. They have like never experienced that, I'm sure. And they're just like, uh-huh, not like it's relatable. Yes, I know. So hard being a rich white woman. All right. I want to clear, I want to clear this tab. What were your thoughts when you had brought this up? Because this was something that you wanted to talk about. Rob Schneider says SNL oh. was over after the Kate McKinnon moment. No, that's not the one. Well, you, you had brought this. You had asked me about this. No, it was a uh, Rob Schneider. It was a video, an interview that he did where he was talking about like uh, basically like liberal issues and compared it to the dark ages. Yeah, it was that video. Hold on. Go up. Maybe it was. I don't know. He was that video. Oh, well, he was talking about when Clinton did Alleluia after the Trump one mm-hmm. where he said that was the moment that 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 SNL ended. R- well, was it that in that video that I remember it? So search the video instead because he was talking about something to do. I forgot exactly what he was referring to, but he goes into this random people, people, like some, some comedy shows, shows seem to be doing these days. I mean, I hate to crap on my own show. I hate to crap on my own show. But when I saw when Hillary Clinton. Which, which is understandable. understandable. Mm-hmm. 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 That's not exactly the most lying person in the room. And then when Kate McKinnon went out there, on Saturday Night Live, and cold open in her life, she started dressing to the crown, and she starts playing Hallelujah, and says, I literally pray to please have a joke at the end. Don't do this, please don't go down there. And there was no joke at the end, and I went, it's over. It's over. It's not going to come back. And it really is the end. It's gone. You can take... The, the comedy, comedy routines, routines the, com- the comedy, comedy routines. routines. You can, you take, can take the comedian indoctrination process happening with each of the late night hosts, hosts and you can exchange them with each other. other. That's something that's not interesting, interesting anymore. There's no, there's no. Hmm. Was there yeah, a different what, one? Yeah, it wasn't that one. He was talking about country and the loss of freedom and stuff like that. Like, so it was, it was more political. It had nothing to do with the SNL. Let me see if I can find it. I'll send it to you. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, <clears throat> Hellscape Watch. All right, so um, so literally, um, and this was something we talked about a while back, uh, which was the abortion rights debate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lindsey Graham said the quiet part out loud again, which is they first said, "What do they say?" This is we want to make sure the. The justice has said uh, abortion rights is established law. We wouldn't we wouldn't vote against that. And as soon as they got, as soon as they came up for him, they were like, ah, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> we're 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 team no abortion. Uh, <laughs> and they said, but really, we just want to kick it back to the states. Right? Mm-hmm. And and all the Republicans were like, it's a states issue. You know, mm-hmm. we just want every state to do the thing. Right. Yep. Well, surprise, surprise, the Republicans led by Lindsey Graham are proponing a federal ban on abortions. They want to vote on a federal ban. Oh, my God. And this is Lindsey Graham abortion ban news conference ended with a devastating question from a woman who experienced complications during pregnancy. 
The lady smiling in the back. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the thing where you're like, oh, yeah, I had complications and uh, blah, blah, blah. Under your law, I couldn't yeah. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Fuck your choice. Fuck your body. Here's, Here's what, what I would say. say. The world, world pretty, pretty much has spoken on this issue. issue. Uh, no. The developed the world, world has said at this stage, stage in the, the pregnancy, pregnancy uh, the, uh, the child, child feels pain, pain and... and and then we're, we're saying, saying um, we're going to join the rest, rest of the world and not be like Iran, Iran as to your particular case. There'll be exceptions for life of the mother, mother and rape and incest. But, but, uh, but basically, federal fertile abortion. There were 55,000 abortions uh, after, after the 15 week period. And, and I, think I think we're resolved, resolved to get, get America, America back in line with the rest, rest of the world. world. And we, we won't know, know where America, America is until, until we vote, until we debate. debate. And, and so, so to, to my Democratic, Democratic friends, friends mm-hmm. you're going mm-hmm. around calling on all of us every name you can think of. We're a we're bunch, bunch of wackos. Your idea is wacko, not ours. Wacko. Let's, Let's vote. vote. Let's, Let's vote. vote. Give, Give me a chance to vote on this bill. bill. We'll take, we'll take their considerations, considerations and we'll vote. And I, guarantee I guarantee if we have a debate on four the United States Senate, Senate or if we can explain what we're doing versus what they would do, we'll, we'll do really, really well with the American people. And over time, God willing, we're, we're going to be like, like the rest of the world and not like Iran at the federal level when it comes to abortion. We're going nowhere. Thank you very much. What the fuck? Oh, my God. So basically a federal, regardless of whatever the state you're in, they want a federal ban on abortions past 15 weeks with certain carve outs for rape and incest uh, and health of mother. But essentially telling the states like California, et cetera, and with with more liberal interpretations Mm -hmm. um, to go fuck themselves. Yeah, no, the only thing I liked was about him saying, let's debate. Because what the fuck is he goes back and forth between like, okay, well, we should catch up to the rest of the world and this is the federal law and it should be implemented. But then he also says, well, we should ask Americans what they want and the Americans have spoken. No, we haven't fucking not. There's protests on the street. People like this is very unpopular. So I don't uh, I hate him. I don't know. I'm angry today. I know. That's right. That's okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Republicans have sought to cast a 15-week limit as the moderate alternative to an absolute federal uh, prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh, though it would leave stricter state ban levels in place, it would also federalize some of the most extreme and unpopular aspects, like those of the law. Uh, uh, allows abortions only when necessary to save the life of a pregnant woman. Uh, and also makes them go like um, invasive, like... Uh, uh, things and like uh, they have to do like therapy or whatever um unfortunately um the earliest point when doctors can detect anomalies is between 15 and 22 weeks when scans show fetal organ structures certain abnormalities um etc that render fetuses incompatible with life meaning they will die during birth or shortly after um at most if carried to term these children will live just for hours or days in immense pain and continuing the pregnancy often puts the patient in high risk they don't give a fuck about that they yeah, it's like fuck the pain of the mother, fuck this child's pain as well. After it's born, like all they care about it, 
let's be honest, all they care about is just controlling women's bodies. Um, Cause they don't give a fuck what happens to the baby after it's born. They don't care about the mother. They just want to control women. Um, it's sickening. It is very sickening. It's absolutely mm -hmm. sickening. Uh, here, somebody said it better than us. Yeah, Anna Kasparian. These comments might be strong, but it's how I genuinely feel. I don't care that you're a Christian. I don't care what the Bible says. Like, like I, I feel like it's a clown show, like sitting here trying to decipher what your little mythical book has to say about these very real political issues, right? I don't, I don't care, care if you're, you're Christian. Christian. In, In fact, fact, I will, I will fight, fight for you to have, have your religious liberty and practice your Christianity. I believe, I believe in that. I don't, I don't believe, believe in Christianity, which means, which means that you do not get to dictate the way I live my life based on your religion. I don't care what the Bible says. You have every right in the world. All those women who identify with your religion have every right in the world to not get an abortion, to not take birth control, but they do not have the right to dictate my life and what I decide to do with my body. I don't care about your goddamn religion. I'm so tired of having non-stop conversations about what the Bible says you live your life in the way that you interpret the Bible. Again, Again I, don't I don't care. But you, you don't get to take the Bible and tell me, well, the Bible says this, and this, and this chapter, chapter and this verse, verse. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't believe, believe in it. And I have, have the right, right based, based on our Constitution, Constitution to not believe in it. In it. Yes, Annika Sparin. Yes. Oh, I love that video. Yeah. Drops Mike. Yeah, it's 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 unfathomable how people on the right tend to be the people who say, oh, you're shoving woke culture down my throat and all of this, but somehow they feel like it's their right and their duty to shove Christianity down everyone's throat just because you don't believe in abortion. You don't want that for yourself. That's cool. But that's not everybody's case. So, yeah, I love her. It's, you know, don't tell people how the fuck they should live their lives. Period. Like. Yeah, and it sums up specifically what's happening right now, which is, uh, you know, hardcore Christian conservatives um, have figured out a way to pack the court and to try to get their little fucking tiny head fucking <sighs> fucking crazy ass thoughts out there as laws. And yeah. the rest of it, you know, abortions popular with like 70 percent of the population. Like, yeah, exactly. You believe man or marriage is between a man and a woman, then okay, you marry a man or a woman for straight people, but that doesn't mean that, that other people shouldn't be able to get married. It's uh it's annoying. <laughs> Such a downer episode. We're just like, oh, this sucks. Give him give us a a palate cleanser. <laughs> you want a palate cleanser? All right. Yeah. All right. Hey. Uh this 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 falls under uh are the are the straights okay? Tucker. Yeah, 
Finally, at the beginning of every semester, during the introductions, we both are sure to mention the boundaries so that no one you know tries to cross the boundaries. Oh, honey, are you okay? <laughs> this yeah. is so unhealthy. Yeah, one of the one of the first comments is, "Are the straights okay?" Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, if you have such little trust that you have to put those rules, like oh your restrictions, like don't breathe another woman's air, you must be six feet away from all females. Like, <sighs> maybe it's not the best relationship. I don't know. Man, I do not miss stuff like that at all. Good I mean, for them if it works for them. I mean, that, man, when you're in your like teens and your twenties and you just have all that energy to be jealous about shit and to be angry and there's so much passion there. The sex is really good, but then it's just like, man, it is so fucking tiresome. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. That's not for me. So are the straights okay? <laughs> is that what it's like? Are the straights okay? I mean, that's what it's like when you're in your twenties, if you're fucking stupid and, and you just like, you know like what I mean? just very conservative and probably married. I don't, I don't know, dude. What the fuck? I mean, mm -hmm. listen, man. You can save a lot of time. You can save a lot of time. Uh, do you believe in uh, like 23andMe and those types of things? Uh, sort of. I do have one. Um, do I believe in it? Yeah. I don't know the science behind it, though. So that's where I'm like, I don't know. Well, they've caught people for like serial murders and stuff through their family's DNA because they, they can, they can, like once you submit, I think, I don't know if it's mandatory or if you have an option to opt out, but basically, I don't know if they phrase it as you would be helping law enforcement if you submit your DNA here or what have you. Mm -hmm. When you did that, did you have to check off in a box or anything like that? Or is it just implied automatically that they're going to keep it in a database? Um, you know, you, I think you, this is years ago, but I do remember getting an option of like, do you want it to be public information? Like, or do you want to just keep it private? Even if it's private, they can, they, 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 they can be, they can be requested to do it. If, mm -hmm. if it's like through law enforcement. Or anyway, this was the story that I saw. Um, and then not the same thing, but woman sues San Francisco after DNA from rape kit was used to arrest her. So this is more about the, the San Francisco DA had kept uh the DNA from uh, her rape kit as when she was known as Jane Doe uh, mm -hmm. as part of a domestic violence case in 2016. Uh, and then basically what they did was, is they found her DNA as part of a robbery thing and they arrested her for it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Whoa. That's okay. They used it to, uh, to charge her with retail theft five years later. The lawsuit yeah. claims that the victim's DNA was entered without her knowledge or consent into a database user to identify predators and other crimes. Oh, that's wild. Wait, what do you where are you where do you stand on this? I would never submit my DNA. I think I think if I I, I think well, I let's think just say, let's just say you did. Somehow you they have your DNA. And yeah. it, it was willingly. Like let's say well, like, like in, I think in New York and here right? like I've been, you know, a long time ago, but I think they took my DNA when I got arrested once. Like, like, I think they do that sometimes too, like in, in certain, in certain areas, like they'll just take your DNA. Um, 
But no, like willingly, I would never want to. But if it was in there and they were, that's the that's the biggest fucking thing. Like, because then you're like, you could just say that it matches. How do I really know that it matches? Exactly. And like my thing is like they got her DNA through a means like of of another case. I feel like I feel like no from her rape kit from a rape kit. Yeah. So. No, I think I'm leaning towards the don't use the DNA. Like, like the all all charges should be dropped, even if she committed the robbery, just yeah. because like you the same way that you go to court and you're like you're not allowed to speak on whatever because like for whatever reason, right? Like that piece of information, we you're not able to use it. I feel like if it's going to be for another case, then past information should not be able to be used. Is my thing. yeah? We talked about this where in that horrible case where the guards had let the the male inmates into the female uh, inter, uh inmates thing and, and they got raped and stuff like that they're like they should all get a free get out of jail card they should oh uh, yeah they should get like seven or if they're like on a, they should get 70 percent off their sentence like right away yeah i agree yeah yeah right, it's I, one of those things and then the invasiveness too like no this isn't this isn't right i don't like it i always feel that some you know like that shit maybe there might there might be stuff in there that you don't want to know you know mm-hmm. like in terms of like your dna test you know like you always hear these stories about like one person in the family deciding to get it for everybody and then not realizing what was happening you know and then all of a yeah. sudden it's like oh my god we're not really brothers or blah blah, blah we're cousins yeah. and then we there's those two uh lesbians on tiktok that ended up being sisters <laughs> that's so fucked <laughs> oh no uh because they're like everybody was like hey you look you look alike hey maybe we should take a dna and see what happens and then guess what mm-hmm. guess what your scissor party is has <laughs> been canceled <laughs> although i mean if you're not i guess the whole thing about i mean there's incest and then there's um don't make any horrible like Cronenberg babies basically because mm-hmm. of you know there's there's that yeah you which know. the bride said is I mean like regardless they can't make you know they can't They're make not. a baby together they can't make a baby. So. so they get an incest pass it's fine they get an incest pass yay <laughs> lesbians and I mean come on man you, you if you've already been in there for for like two years Matt is just continue it's fine it's, it's fine. What, what what are you doing what are we what, what do you want what do you want yeah. us to tell you that you were already in there for two fucking years? What are you gonna do now? So you yeah. can't, you can't unlick that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say you can, you I can break you. You can, you can, you can break up with me, but you can't unlick my butthole. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not. You can't go. You can't go is back. That, is that your exit line whenever someone breaks up with you? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, oh, yeah. no, no, I'm not. I'm not that petty. I'm not. Well, I am, but that's not. It. Um, all right, we're wrapping up here. Uh, Netflix is reportedly considering moving away from its binge release model for a weekly release format. I don't like it. Cause that just that just means that you have to. You're forced to get. They're trying to make money. Okay, you're just forced to get the subscription. Yeah, because if the, the, I mean, shit, right? If you, let's say, you, I mean, that would be the smart way to do it. Um, like, for example, uh, I'll give you an example, like Poker Go. Poker Go is a subscription that you get that that streams a lot of poker content. I love poker, but the only time I pay for it is during the World Series of Poker, which takes place over like six weeks. So mm-hmm. I buy a subscription and then I cancel it right when it's over. 
Yeah. So I, I only pay for one month, but during that month, I, I watch everything. So, I mean, if you, if the new, new season of uh, stranger things drops and you're like, fuck, I don't want Netflix and I'm not internet savvy enough to find a place to watch it. Then you're like, fuck it. I'll sign up for one month and then I'll watch everything on Netflix. Binge, mm-hmm. binge him. You know, I'll watch that. I'll watch Cobra Kyle get my money's worth. Um, AMC, the AMC app for Better Call Saul tried to do something similar because what they were doing through their thing was you had to pay monthly and they only had a couple of episodes up at a time. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't just show up and pay for it the week before the finale and watch all the episodes. Yeah. They were only the they only did marathons on AMCs where you had to watch a bunch of ads. But on the app, you could only watch one or two episodes, like the, the last two episodes that, that passed. Yeah. So this is definitely a, we don't want you to just sign up. We want you to have to, we, if you, you, we, we want you, if it's eight episodes, that's at least two months that we got you for. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's 12 yeah. episodes, and then we're going to break it up into fucking two parts. So you have to stick around. I might as well pay it. You know, yep. and then the, the hilarious part of this is that Netflix destroyed blockbuster and remember blockbuster had a chance to buy netflix for like eight million dollars and they turned it down something ridiculous like that mm-hmm. um but they destroyed blockbuster they destroyed uh that because of the binge model mm-hmm. first because it was easy to get dvds over the mail and, and then afterwards because you could binge entire series and not have to wait and they would drop oranges the new black bojack horseman all these series the ozarks all these series all at once. The good part is you got the series all at once. You could binge it like a 10 hour movie. But then the bad part is you didn't get the discourse of week to week of being able to talk about the yeah. episodes. Did you watch breaking, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's only yeah, three more episodes. YouTube left. content on it. YouTube yeah. content. And, it. and I used to like to read like the reviews for certain shows. And yeah. then how do you review a show when the entire show, you know, basically, you know, mm-hmm. you can't review episode to episode or, you know, so you have to, or you have to, and it's very stuff that, you know, so it's just interesting that they are considering going back to this because they came up, they peaked, they took over the game, all these competitors showed up and what did they do? They're like, yeah, there's stuff you can binge, but our premiere stuff, that's mm-hmm. weekly. You yeah. know, you're going to have to keep coming back for that baby. And like, and, and since they lost some money recently, they had all the layoffs, they had a bunch of shit. Now they're like, guess what? We're down. We're back. Yeah. And they're trying to crack down on shared uh, profiles as well. So that's going to suck. The minute it stops being just something that's very easy, you know, that's kind of what they want it to be. They're they're trying to, they're trying to salvage that. Like, Oh, it's just Netflix. You pay for it. And Mm -hmm. you know, you share your account. Yeah. Now they're trying to make it a little harder, but we'll see where that goes. I'm interested to see, you know, where history is going to go with, all of these uh, accounts and media platforms. What is that? What the fuck? <laughs> what am I looking at? And that was the moment he knew. Is that like a like a Squid Games, right? What is happening? Is that supposed to be like Squid Games? I have no idea. What? I have no uh, idea. I don't know. I, I'm just that trying to figure a- out if that's supposed to be the Squid Games thing. Mm-hmm. What do you okay. think? I mm, maybe I don't know. Kind of no, because the hair is different. I don't know. 
Mm. That was a weird one. <laughs> Remember when they asked them uh, what to expect? <laughs> how do you guys feel about that? When they asked them, what, how do you feel about the final uh, season? It's like, uh. <laughs> the final season, what can we expect? Don't do uh, it. <laughs> Just don't do it. Have you, you shot, shot your, your final, final scenes, scenes yet? And are, are you happy with how things ended? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I love her. She knew. She knew. She knew. She, she knew. She left that Starbucks cup <laughs> there in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. How many Nanamas ways do we have today? <clears throat> Hold on. Let me check right now, actually. All right. How's your how's your dog doing? She's antsy. She wants to get out. She wants to poops. Um, uh, maybe I don't know. She's just I think she wants to play or poop. I don't know. I'm gonna go let her out. Do you wanna riff on something? Yeah, I'll riff. you can up? go let her out. Okay, I'll be back. Absolutely. This is the part of the podcast where I riff, guys. If you're listening so far, thank you. Make sure that if you are listening, wherever you do get your podcasts, that you give us a rating, a follow. It really does help out Algo and his rhythms. And I'm just cleaning up the list here before we do No Namas Way and we sign off. Eh, actually, we're not bad getting in at under two hours. And I will put all this stuff here for next episode. This is pretty funny here. Uh, we'll save that for next episode. This is the part of the show where I had 95 tabs when we started. And as we go through the episode, I look at stuff. And if it's, I bring it up during part of conversations, I pull it up on screen. But then there comes a time when we're like, my God, I had 95 tabs open. And then I start creating a new bookmark for episode 20, because today is episode 19. And then... I start moving stuff over. Then as I find stuff during the week, that's interesting to talk about while at my desk, I put it into that tab for the next episode, not realizing that I still have stuff from previous weeks that I never want that I never got to. And therefore every time Thursday comes around, I have about 90 to a hundred tabs that are waiting for me. And, uh, that we never get to because we talk so much and Sophia talks too much. No, she doesn't talk too much. I talk too much. Right, there she is right there. Right. Wrapping up here. All right. I have condensed to three final tabs here. Oh, okay. Way. As I was explaining to people that, when we get when we're wrapping up, I still have tabs and then I move them to a new bookmark for next episode. And then as I get new episode stuff, I um <clears throat> I add that too, and then I end up yeah. with 95 tabs. All right. All right. So so Trump is going full Q. He's retweeting a bunch of QAnon stuff uh really? on Trump Social. Uh he retweeted. Yeah, I was like, he's not he's not back to Twitter, right? 
No, he's not back to Twitter, but but people take the stuff that he puts on Truth Social and then they put it on Twitter. So it's basically gotcha. the same thing. But basically, whereas before he never would steer into the Q thing, you know, now mm-hmm. over there, since he again he realizes that his base is fucking wicked nuts, um, he's basically started mm-hmm. re- the storm is coming. You know, their whole where what where one goes, we where um, what where one goes, we go all something, whatever the fuck. So he's definitely all over that. Uh, that is, that all is right. wild. All right, all right, and then I have two last things here. This one's uh, we have a funny one and a heartwarming one. What you want first, funny or heartwarming? Uh, heartwarming, and let's end it on funny. Ah. Ah. ASMR. All right, uh, heartwarming. Uh, okay, cool. This one is this is a video from Brazil. So it's a it's a it's a tradition in Brazil. When it's your birthday, uh, you give the first you give the first piece of birthday cake to the person that you that you love the most. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, so So it's a tradition in Brazil. The video we're watching is a tradition in Brazil to when you it's your birthday. Oh. Um you give the you cut the cake and then you give the first piece to like the person that, that you love the most. I uh, to the most you. I'm so so this uh. like what like ten year old kid and then he's got like his five, six year old, four, five, six year old brother, and then he turns around and gives him the cake and the kid starts crying. It's fucking like- heartwarming as hell all right yes. sorry oh that's adorable that's me i feel you antonio i'm a i'm a chillona too all right uh this is one this is an old one but a goodie uh, i just barely watched it today this is a gop jesus oh my god Figure, figure out what's going on. GOP Jesus. He's <laughs> writing an elephant account. I was hungry, and you gave, you gave me something, something to eat. I was, I was thirsty, thirsty, and you gave, gave me something to drink. drink. And, and behold, now, now I'm all lazy and entitled. Shouldn't have done that. Do as, as you suspect they might, might want to do unto you. What, what is a man profit if he gained the whole world but lose his soul? A lot. lot. He has profited a lot. One sold the whole world, that is an amazing deal. Why do you look at the speck of dust in your brother's eyes, but ignore the plank in your own? Because of her emails. Yes. If a man strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him and shoot him. That is the law. If you want to be perfect, go. Sell all the possessions you have and give the money. To a, to a solid, solid mutual, mutual fund. Yes. Yeah. They will know no, that, that you are, are my disciple. That, that you should say, say Merry Christmas! Christmas! Christ! Christmas! That's, That's my, my name in there, there and I put it in there because, because I put it in there, 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 there so we can all celebrate the big boy Jesus' birthday time! time. Not happy okay. holidays. Okay! A child. Of course I could. But... Who would, Who would pay, pay for it? it? 
Yes, it's a sad story, but it does not make me responsible. It's super easy for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. The richer, the better, really. Maybe get a solid gold house, just to be sure. Love your neighbor as yourself. Unless you are better than your neighbor, then tell them that they're weird. You do not want to make them a cake. You have heard it said, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say to you, any man who looks upon a woman with lust in his heart should go ahead and do what he's got to do. Lord, your followers grow hungry and we have only this fish and bread. <laughs> Jesus is a dick. Hardcore. GOP Jesus. <laughs> That's exactly what they think Jesus is like, I'm sure. Hmm? Oh, I said that's probably exactly what they think Jesus is like. Total accuracy. This is accurate. All right. Um, two questions here today. Ooh. All right. Mm hmm. Now it's time for No Namas Way. No Namas Way. No Namas. Wait. No Namas. No Namas. As far as Namas goes, no. No. Why are we delusional by the end of this pod, dude? Why are we what? I said we're always delusional by the end of the pod. We're loopy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh it was just uh, this first question comes to us for uh it was just speed it was just a speed game okay, okay. just a speed game uh my fiance and i recently went out for an anniversary dinner mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she was dressed to the nines all made up sexy dress i had a suit we had a nice meal and went home for what I perceived was going to be some celebratory sex. When we got home, she showed me an outfit she was going to wear. I approved. And she said she would go get ready. And she headed off into the bathroom. I assumed because of how I know it long it takes her to get ready that this would be 10, 15, 20 minutes at least, you know, because we just gotten home and she was still wearing her outfit from dinner. Mm -hmm. So my laptop was open and I had my chess app up and I decided to play a speed game while I worked, while I waited. Okay. Mind you, these are five minute speed games where each yeah. player gets five minutes on the clock. So at the max, it would be 10 minutes. And I assume she would late, take at least that long. Uh -huh. Three minutes into the chess game, she walks out of the bathroom with her nighty and walks over to me and seductively puts her leg over in between my legs. All right. We're with you so far. Chester. Yeah. <laughs> so read faster. I need this to get to the point. <laughs> You're reading so slowly. 
this is uh, I don't know. This is there's a weird there's a lot of weird punctuations here. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I'm a little high. That's also the end of that. <laughs> I'm trying to have a bunch of things open here. I'm sorry. Um, she puts her leg in. She puts her leg in between my legs on on the chair. Uh, so I bet he, he was on his laptop. I'm assuming he's at his chair. And she says, "Do you like what you see?" I did. However, this was a ranked game. No, no. And I thought she was going to be gone for 10 minutes. No. I said, honey, let me finish this game. No. You didn't. And she looked at me like I had killed one of her cats. Uh Uh-huh. She said, fine, and walked away. I finished my game and won. And then when I jumped into bed, she was in there with her old ragged sweatpants mm-hmm. and one of my oversized t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole here mm-hmm. for thinking that I had time to finish a chess game instead of having sex with my fiance? You're not the asshole for thinking you could finish a chess, a chess game. You are the asshole for not immediately turning it off when she was there. Yes. That's 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 insanity. I uh, it was a rated game. Oh, yes. and then the fact that he had to mention um, the one, bro, calm the fuck down. It's a game of chess, and you're about to go fa- fucking have sex. You're gonna go fuck your woman, and you no. See, last week we had a similar one about video games, and we gave the mm. man the benefit of the doubt. We were like, maybe he had a long day, blah blah. Right. This one, you gave us the entire context. And you are the asshole, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's definitely you. Definitely the asshole. She went to change, and you assumed you can squeeze in a chess game. That's fine, but you also, when you started playing the game, you should also have had it in your mind that hey, if she comes back before that, I'm dropping it. Yeah, like it was. It was just a little, you know, pasatiempo. It was just to pass the time, and she came <laughs> back earlier. So the fact that you were like, "Let me finish this game," yeah, no, I'm not fucking you after that. That's annoying. You know you you know you know what you're not you're not you're not getting laid and you know what's not happening you're not fucking your 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 blowjobs per per month probably are going down a lot probably to zero yeah. for a while and and you're not getting any more outfits mm-hmm. the the days of the outfit are yeah, she, done she tried she did her best and you're like no but give me a minute hold on she took five minutes instead of twenty and she dropped her dress she put on a fucking uh, a sexy little thing for you. She probably still had high heels on. Mm. Yeah. And and then uh and then yeah, I mean, if anything, you should have you should have been like, let me see if I can play better if I have sex with you while I play chess. <laughs> Maybe you could have salvaged it that way. He's like, come here, come here, girl. <laughs> and then he tried And to even then it. it's like that would have been, yeah. been corny. Yeah, but at some point, dude, you just gotta like shut the laptop, be like, all right, and yeah. I mean, if she looks that good, maybe you like you're just like a two minute man, and then you're like, "Oh my god, sorry, girl, you were so hot, and I couldn't help myself." Give me ten minutes to recharge, no, and we're back at it. No, because the game is already lost at that point. So no, but that's what I'm saying. Him. You can play it. You can play one while you recharge. You just go in there, 
Yeah, but his issue is that like I couldn't possibly drop it. It was a rated game. And once yeah. you're in have you ever played a five minute like on chess.com or something? No. It's intense. I mean, I, pl- like, I played five I played five minute games at, at uh in live. I played yeah. time chess games. Yeah. But so I because I do it, I do it a lot. I have a chess.com. Um, so add me, play me. Um, but but so I understand the like need to be like no like I'm in this game it's a it's a quick one like don't worry about it it'll be over soon I understand yeah. but priorities you know? at that yeah. point she didn't surprise you you knew she went to change knew like and I get it that you thought you had enough time but at that point you have to realize that you were the one that fucked up by playing a rated game if she came out before the rated game was over then your rate is going down like that's what's up prioritized her because you knew what she wanted to do this is fully your fuck up you're an asshole and now your rate is lower so or maybe it's not because wait no you won you You finished it and you won never mind so i hope that that rating is better x you fucking (laughs) incel no wait he's not an involuntary he's a voluntary a voluntary celibate (laughs) you want incel because that's that's how you incel um yeah that's how you get there but look this is another thing that could have been avoided by a simple question. Do I have do I have time for a time game? And then she would be like, "No. Get in the bed." You know, plus how long how long? Okay, let's say it's or a, just it's a, wait. It's a like, time Yeah, wait. You're going to bust a nut anyway and then fuck you can you you can get up and play a game. Yeah. Priorities. Like when you have when you have something like that that you're like, you know, clearly waiting for, yeah, I, I always I always tend to do something like respond to text messages. It, that way, if I'm not if I'm if I yeah. um, if I don't have time to finish, I just How leave it on draft. Pick some pick some music. Yeah. You know, light a couple of candles. Yeah, you fucked up by starting that chest. You know what I'm saying? I like, understand the need to stay in it. Are you still like, fully dressed? Are you still fully dressed? Like, take your yeah. shoes off. Just you know, fucking relax. Air out a little bit. Get the bed ready. I don't know. Bust out the lube. Do do your he part. Would- he would probably say, like, I thought I had time, uh-huh. which I get it. But you don't do something so important like a rated game as a when you know that you're going to turn her down. That's fucked up. Like, no, you're the asshole. I'm sorry. Especially sir. if she had the outfit with the shoes. Yeah, I wouldn't. Honestly, I wouldn't do that for him after that. I'd be like, no, no, he's not getting any outfits. He's not getting any sex mm-hmm. for a while. He's not. He's 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 going to be he's going to be pissed. And mm-hmm. um, look now. You might not look the only the only the only feasible where place where you're not the asshole if she is a habitual look and I've had I'd have I'd, I have I've had uh relationships in the past where um where okay let me look at it from a man's perspective right um and this is kind of a trope of married men too or or when you take your wife out or you take your girlfriend out and it's kind of like a longer relationship and it's kind of like the 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 battle to try to get some sex before she gets into her comfortable pants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's, and, I, and I've had this exact scenario with, 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 I would go out with this girl, we'd go eat, we'd have a good time. And then it'd be like, yeah, we're going to fuck later. Right. But then, you know, like I want, as a guy, I want to fuck you in the nice dress that you went out to dinner in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to wait till you go and take off all your makeup and then get into some shorts and stuff like that. It's I, I would just rather let's get it over with as soon as we walk in through the door. That's more my style rather than the uh, 45 minutes after your, your thing. So if this girl is for some reason your fiance and she is a habitual like lagger, 
Like when she goes into the bathroom, like, oh, she had enchilada. She probably has to take a dump. Like, you know what I mean? Like if you know her like that, if she's like, uh, if she says I'll be back in five minutes, but she's never back in five minutes, like a million times over and over and over and over. Maybe in that universe, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to give the devil's advocate of the other side, you know? Because as everybody but, knows, you are the you are the clinical psychologist and the master's degree, and I'm just the the dude, right? So no, but I feel like we've giving him we're we're giving him enough of that because yes, I agree with that. I think that if he because he 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 is justified. He thought she would take a while, right. so that's fine. She has to do that like innocent. a ton for you to for you to even be feel that you have any yeah. strength on that. And my thing is, I don't think he's wrong for playing chess. I don't think he's wrong for assuming that she would take a while. And yeah. I'm just, I just think that he fucked up by activity that is going to, uh, that is going to take priority when she came out. Because I think that you should have done another activity that when she came out, attention's on her. Because it's demoralizing to try to do something and go out of your way to be sexy for someone, and then get the response of like, oh, hold on, wait a minute just give me a second because it's so important right so i just think and i and then on the other hand devil's advocate i know what it feels like to play a five minute rated game of chess and to lose your rating that shit sucks so i get you and i don't blame you for that i just think that you you fucked up by choosing that activity or you should have made it a not rated game something like that it's the it's the it's the um the fact that you turned her down you literally turned her down as soon as she came out that that shit's heartbreaking you fucked up especially if she walked over to you and did the sexy thing like put her leg over you and stuff like that you were it was going to be some good times i know chess is a very it's a beautiful thing and and being rated in something but can't be better than some pussy no no it's really not i would have taken the hit i would have been like all right i'm my rating's going down babe i love you let's go I don't understand what the equivalent would be for me. Like, I don't like, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Like, you know, there's like, there's probably nothing that I, that would be happening that I would that, like a show I was watching or anything that I was doing. Like it would no. just, no, no. I, you know, Same. I, I'd be yeah. like, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like literally it's like, Oh, it's the last 20 minutes of better call Saul. And it's like, you want to fuck? Pause it, like, I will like, come back. I'm going to pause. I'm going to turn the Wi-Fi off so I don't get no spoilers. Put my phone on airplane mode so nobody sends me any things. Mm-hmm. So Sophia doesn't send me no spoilers. And let's go do yep. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's exactly. go. Yeah, yeah. You can put the world on pause. It's 2022. You don't have to. Yeah. You can have it. You can have it all, man. Yeah. You can have it all. You could have just sat there and checked your email. You, you know, yeah. see what's going on in the world. Ch- play with your fantasy football lineup for like two seconds. Oh yeah, I was just sending an email. Yeah, absolutely. Boom. Yeah, I'll, I'll do this later. Let's go do the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. Scroll yeah. TikTok. I don't know something they could have just dropped. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's our it's advice. Okay. We're all- now it's time for no names way. No names way. No names. All right. This one comes to us from Why the Anger Loop. Okay, I should probably read these ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, he's targeted towards you. I'm excited. Finally, oh, okay. one towards you. Why do you keep shitting on the SD film community? Maybe if you made a good movie instead of shit, you would be invited to award shows instead of crying about them. (laughs) I love the San Diego film community, all the people that make it happen. Why all the hate? Mm. 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 Why the anger, Lou? Why the anger, Lou? I don't think I'm angry at the San Diego film community at all. I've done two rants recently about uh, film festivals uh, SD movie awards that I felt was a money grab because they do quarterly 
festivals. And I say that because as part of the San Diego Latino Film Festival as a guest curator, um, I see what it takes to run a well-done film festival that cares about filmmakers. Their early bread deadline just passed and it was $10 for a festival on its 30th year that's worldwide recognized for Latino films. And you have local festivals that cater only to local filmmakers where their opening day thing is like 30 bucks and their late deadline submission is like literally 75 bucks. And they charge people 50 bucks to submit a oldie, but goodie, a film that you made six years ago so that you maybe have a chance of it screening somewhere or getting some shitty award. And then you have a film uh, festival that charges people $30 to enter your film and also, if you want, if I made a movie, if I submitted a uh, bike thief to um, San Diego movie awards, it would be $30. And then if I wanted to submit so that Dominic could get uh, nominated for best actor or to be extra considered for best actor, it'd be an extra $30. If I wanted to submit uh, for best music, best writing, best editing, best director, each of those are extra $30. Um, so that's a money grab. That's it. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I've been shitting on San Diego film. I've just been shitting on, on film festivals and organizations that, that are, that are not really providing much uh, structure or help for filmmakers. Um, and instead seem to be about self-sustaining. Now I love the San Diego film community and the events that they can put up. The film consortium puts on as events for film community. It's great. I don't know exactly what it does for filmmakers. And I don't think there's a lot of information that they put out that's for filmmakers. I just think that it's about the community. It's just about a group of friends that live in San Diego that like to make each other's movies. I think mm -hmm. it is, but I don't think there's anything there particularly that helps. They have a film prom, film awards, film week, cool stuff. People dress up, they go hang out with their other film buddies. But only, you know, 1% of those people are really serious about being in the industry. And they're the ones that move to L.A. or go back and forth from here to L.A. And that actually get out there and put in the work. The rest is just a film club. And that's fine. I've met tons of people and, and, and connections that I that I made movies with. So I don't I just I just don't I just don't kiss anybody's ass. And I don't and I say and I say and when I see things, I say it. I want to be an advocate for filmmakers because I wish there was advocates for me when I started. In film. And that's why I love being part of the San Diego Latino Film Festival, because I can meet and talk to young filmmakers. That's why I love being judges for all student film festivals, because I love seeing more people like me, like you um, making movies. And also um, I got an award uh, for diversity in film. Uh, because we, because just because that's what we do, we have a diverse group of people and, and they gave us an award for being us. Uh, you know, that's it. That just wasn't for me. That was all to and burrito. We got a diversity in film award from San Diego film. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't think that. And the last thing, just FYI, I apologize for this rant. Uh, yeah. the question was uh, directed to you. So please continue. Yeah. And the last thing is, I'd never submit to these things. I didn't submit to San Diego movie awards because I would be a hypocrite if I said something was a money grab because it, it's a four times a year quarterly festival and, and it's impossible to do one like that. That's legit. I would be a hypocrite if I submitted my films to it. And I don't, and I do submit my films to other local festivals. Uh, like I had, I did a rant about fuck the San Diego international film festival because they treated us like shit 
a few years ago when we made a movie. Um, the only reason I submit to these festivals or, or, or at all is for my actors and my crew, because even if I don't, I, I'm never going to get recognized. I would like them to get recognized. And, uh, and a lot of the reasons, a lot of projects that I do aren't even about me. It's, you know, I never made any money at this. If I do anything for work, it's so that my people get paid. So I try to be an advocate for filmmakers locally. And the reason that I talk about San Diego as a case study, even when we did Indie Apocalypse, is because uh, I love being here. I love making movies here. And this is my adopted hometown. So I fucking love the San Diego film community. And I want to keep working here and making movies here. But I'm also not going to lie to you. I'm going to speak truth to power. And the same shit that I said here, I've said directly to everybody who I'm mentioning. And there's nobody that's going to, that's here. If I know you, I might not agree with you, but I respect some of you. I respect a lot of you. Right. Mm -hmm. But if, if there's no, if, if I don't like you and if, or if I, if I, if I feel that you're doing it, I'm going to tell you straight up. I would never say anything here on the podcast about anybody that I haven't already said to them in person or would say to them. So put it on wax, put it on tape. There you go. Well said. Well said. Yeah. Ah, damn. It's an advice column, people. Jeez. Yeah. It's also, in, it's also anonymous. So it's, I'm surprised it took, it took that long for somebody, for somebody to, to like, get back. Yeah. That, yeah, that's true. But I mean, somebody it, to use it, it, it as true a, that like, yeah, it's true though, that like all the, all the things that you say here, you freely say to anyone and to their face and all of that. So yeah. Yeah. You know, San Diego is a small town. Yeah, I love it here. I love I love San Diego film people. They're fucking awesome. That's very community oriented. Yeah. But you know, shit. I'm I'm not done. We're not done. Well, we just because we didn't make a movie during COVID and I don't do fucking competition anymore, all of a sudden we're done. No, we're pre-production. We're getting shit. Not even just us. You got uh Sophia producing stuff. You got, you know, John in fucking LA doing plays. You got Mm -hmm. Shelly doing shit. Team Burrito is active. Dimitri making moves. Uh, he's doing a bunch of stuff. Kenny, yeah. uh, fucking Cyro. There's wrestling mm-hmm. cats somewhere. <laughs> Four Bs are in effect. Uh, the extended yeah. Burrito family is out there. Mm-hmm. Out there. I want to get your reaction to something, Sophia, and then I'm going to let you go. Okay. What, what's the all reaction? Right. All right. All right. All right. Let me just, I just want to pull something up for you. This is a sneak peek. Oh, because no. What is it? Oh, no. It's not bad. It's good. Now I'm nervous. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. Okay. This is a good one. This is a good one. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Excuse me. If you had the chance Mm -hmm. to put this on a... Hold on a second. I just want to share this with you. On a hoodie. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like it. That's a that's the logo that uh that Ty did, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Maybe like the color pattern. Yeah, I like it. Pink and purple. That's cute. I mean, that's why I showed it to you because I was like, that's the that's for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Although are I you would. Gonna, are you making hoodies? I would rock the hell out of that. No, I'm I'm looking what I'm looking at is the um that's black and red. Mm, nice. That's pretty that's pretty hard too. 
Nice. Uh, and then um, what I'm looking at, because here's the thing, because I had so many options on this logo, um, is that was good too. To those who are listening, he is showing me that 2 a.m. burrito logo. Yeah, I was showing some different versions of the new logo that 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 Ty Mabry from Bangs and Pow did. Um, so the and this is a general question here, but it's it's like um, I would want to do. I would want to do a bunch of uh, of hoodies and stuff like that and things like that. But we have so many options that it's almost like I have to pick. I either have to pick one option and then do uh, like a runoff of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do like a merch drop. Or I can also look into these places that do uh, like on demand, like um, Teespring and there's other places, T Republic, where you submit your designs, you put it out there, you promote it, and mm-hmm. people can go on and they can order one T-shirt, one mug, a sticker, nice. and then they get it sent to them individually, and then they take a cut. Whereas if we did a merch drop, we would order, we would we would pick, oh, we're going to do the green one, or this time, or we're going to do the pink one, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, or we're going to do the classic orange and white one, and then gotcha. print out a bunch of stuff and then mail it to people. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah. It's like if we had like a good printing company or like a good manufacturing hookup, like in TJ or something, that might make sense to just do like a big drop and get a, a deal on it. But if you have to go find stuff here, it would have to be, it would have to be like a thing. Yeah. So, 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 and um, I will be making some uh, Mijente merch as well. Mm. Um, so two and burrito stuff is probably going to come first. We're going to use that as uh, for fundraising as well for, for the next movies that we're going to do. and um, But there'll definitely be stickers soon. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to Very figure cool. out what, what what color to do. I want to do some stickers like right now, but I'm trying to figure out like this is blue and orange. Oh, I, like I love I love that. That okay. So fun fact, I went to Cal State Fullerton and those are my colors. So I have yeah. an obsession with blue and orange is- or purple and orange. This is the the Mets colors, so and the Knicks, so that's why I kind of. Oh, why do you have to bring sports into this? I, that's hey, why. Change the a, blue for a purple. This is the Colombian one with the blue, red, and. Right? Let's do a let's do a Halloween one. Change purple and orange and. I like this one. I think I like this one and the green and white one. They're all they are really good. I mean, they're all good. They're yeah, they just switch colors. They're really but, good. Yeah, and there and then there's the big two amberito logo. Nice for like headers and stuff and then the individual dogs. And then I showed it to Baxter and he was like, the fuck you want me to do with this yeah. information? He was like, can I have the burrito now? <laughs> I was like, look, Baxter, we put you on the logo. He's like, you've never given me a burrito though. So it's well, a lie. Get, it's a farce. Burritos. We get leftover burrito all the time. Don't oh. you don't you worry about that. All right. Uh, so uh, your Hi, wine independence day is August 25th. Okay. And I thought it was in the 18 of Julio, but the 18 of Julio is the day of the uh, Constitution. Mm. And then Colombian is El 20 de Julio. So uh, this was our Mi Gente episode for Hispanic Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be having guests every week. Uh, starting next week, we're going to have uh, the author of The Monsters of Chavez Ravine. We're going to have Paco Pablos, which is a world-renowned artist. Uh, we're going to have David Favela from Border X Brewing and some other people to celebrate uh, Latinx, Hispanic, Latin, Latin Heritage Month. So to everybody that's been watching, uh, if you listen to any part of it, thank you very much. Um, 
give us a regular follow. We'll be do we'll do better next time. Yeah, Until next thank week. Thank you. Hasta so, luego. Bye, mi gente.